Blog Talk Radio. Books. 
That's how good her book <laughs> wow. is. She was on mm-hmm. that table for anybody that walked up. They ain't leave with one book. Mm. And she got this smile on her. Oh, my gosh. She is so adorable, but she can give some authors, and don't send me no inboxes, but she can give some of y'all some um some tutelage on how to work mm. a book event. Because Baby Girl was on mm-hmm. point. On mm. point. I'm excited to have them in the chat room tonight. And make sure you guys, according to what Alicia said, make sure you have some pen and paper available because you're never too into the game that you can't take some new notes. Absolutely. Now, her mom is Meredith uh, Greenwood. And Meredith is mm-hmm. Meredith is an author as well. Um, mm-hmm. She has a nice pen. But the skill and the, I want to say the, the knowledge that she put in her baby girl Mm-hmm. That girl is telling that girl doing she doing the damn thing. She is doing the All damn right. thing when it comes down to selling her books. I love it. I, mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I can't wait for them to get into the chat room. For but for all those that are tuning in tonight, we thank you so much. My name is Miss Tony. I'm joined by the phenomenal Miss Alicia. And just to give those that are just tuning in tonight for the very first time, first and foremost, we thank you. But just to let you guys know what we do here on Let's Chat, we love celebrating literature because, as you guys can tell, Alicia and I are readers first and foremost. But it's not just literature that we're passionate about. We are passionate about all walks of life, all the arts. And you name it, they have been through the doors of Let's Chat. Check out our archives. They are so rich with such fabulous information. But we love doing it in a royal way, no matter what it may be. Now, our show allows all our listening family, as well as our fabulous guests, to interact in an intimate, fun, and friendly environment. And we get to hear the passion. And as you guys can tell, Alicia's passionate about our guest tonight. So we get and to hear the passion. I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm, God, I love this. I love this industry. I love what I do. You know what I'm saying? I, I love it. I love mm-hmm. being a reader. I love being a promoter. <laughs> I love the services that I offer. I absolutely love being on this show. I love what I do. And, mm-hmm. you know, really, I'm a reader at heart. And with readers, we bring that word of mouth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and with, when you speak to somebody that has read a book, the passion that they have about that book, that makes you want to go and buy that book. That makes you want to go and meet that author. That makes you want to experience what they have experienced. And that's how mm-hmm. word of mouth starts. Y'all, let me tell y'all, because, you know, there's only a few authors. I, I get so busy sometimes because I work now too. And so I work and um, then I do whatever I need to do uh, industry-wise. But mm-hmm. I have read Ethic by Ashley Antoinette. I've read books mm-hmm. one and two. I read that book in, um, I'm going to say three days. I read mm-hmm. both books in three days, T. Let me tell y'all, wow. if y'all have not read Ethic, y'all have got to go and read it. And so I'm going to give you a little back back, back uh, view of it. If you read Moth to a Flame, okay, Ethic mm-hmm. was Raven's boyfriend in a Moth to a Flame, 
okay? And everybody, if you haven't read that book, you got to get that. You got to get that before you read Ethic. But okay. eth- uh, so Ethic is the continuation of what happens mm-hmm. after the end of Moth to a Flame. So if you haven't read it, I don't want to spoil it for you. But, T, if you haven't read them three books there, I'm going to need you to go read them three books right there. Okay, so the first one to read is Moth to a Flame. Moth to a Flame. That's the first book you okay. want to read, Moth to a Flame. And then you're going to okay, read I'm Ethic. On it. Then you're going to read Ethic 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. And apparently I need to read Lux 1 and 2 because there's a character in Ethics that spins off from Lux that I'm going to have to go and read the Lux series now. But it's not too many authors that take me uh, out of work, you know, where you can't concentrate because you're too busy trying to figure out what's going on. Yes, mm-hmm. honey. <laughs> Let me tell y'all. As y'all can see, we're passionate about our, our word. Okay, Alicia, I got. I, I'm downloading Moth to a Flame. I'm on it, girl. You know I'm yes, quick to one Moth click. Moth to a Flame, <laughs> Ethics one and two. You got to get those. By the time you finish, you're gonna read them in just a few days flat. I guarantee. Okay. When I say a powerful pen, that Ashley Antoinette, uh-huh. honey, honey, and you know I don't. It's only a few authors that I literally make time to read. And it's not, mm-hmm. and and it's because my eye is so critical that mm-hmm. it's hard for me to read for enjoyment. So when I do read, like the pen's got to be on point to right. grab me. Because if it doesn't, okay. then I'm pointing out all these different errors. Like, oh, what did they do here? Okay, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Because my mind, my eyes is really, really critical. I have mm-hmm. a critical eye when I read. So it's not a lot of authors that can snatch me. And pull me into mm-hmm. their world, but that Ashley mm-hmm. Antoinette, honey, yes, all her okay, books. Okay, I got it. And to be honest, <laughs> this would be the first book that I read of hers. Can you believe it? What you you read the yes. cartoon? Didn't you? You didn't read the cartoon huh? either. You never read the cartoon. Which one? The cartoon. Nope. Nope. I read some of her author's books, but you I haven't that? read her personally. Oh my goodness. Now her I'm and her together, they they do the cartel series, um, and they both have books that are separate from each other. So they got a, they mm-hmm. got book series together. They got book series apart. Ashley Antoinette, mm-hmm. she got Prada playing. Oh my God, it's it, her mm-hmm. whole library is dope. Okay, her whole library. Okay, but. You got to read Moth to a Flame was actually the first book I read of hers. And her and Jaquavis mm-hmm. were actually the first uh, book signing I ever went to in uh, Michigan. Mm-hmm. That was the first, mm-hmm. they were the first authors I ever met, ever. Um, and so she has Moth to a Flame, then she did Ethic 1 and 2. Child, Ethic 1 and 2 is everything. I'm just telling y'all, mm-mm-mm, everything. <laughs> I couldn't even I couldn't even get no work done. I couldn't do nothing. Wow, Leash. <laughs> Too busy reading. Oh, I'm on the phone you know, so talking. I'm reading. I'm like, uh huh. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. <laughs> you got that book guidance we always talk about. <laughs> yes, and it's not. I'm telling y'all, I can read many books, but there's not many pens that will give me the itis. Mm. That means, well, and when I say book itis. Yes, when I say book itis, I always rate books. 
Um, if it starts at 5, at level 5, it has to end at level 20. Okay, your next book mm-hmm. got to start off at level 20, and it's got to escalate up. It's got to escalate your reader up. She start mm-hmm. off at 10. Okay, she, mm. start, she don't even start off at wow. 5. She start wow. off at 10. By the time she get done, she done bypassed 20. The next book, you like, wait a minute, she got you all in your feelings. It's like, okay, well, when the next one? So now I'm waiting on part three. I'm like, well, when part three? I'm one of those, um, <laughs> you know, one of, them, one of them readers that think that they can pull a book out the sky. Look, it's on Kindle. I don't understand why it takes, I mean, why it's got to take so long for part three. It's on Kindle. They just put it on there. <laughs> What's the hold up? <laughs> right, what is it? See, readers, a reader is so impatient when a book, when a pen is really good. And mm-hmm. before I really mm. learned the industry, I was an impatient reader. I thought books came out the air. <laughs> I thought they <laughs> came magically out the air. <laughs> right, I'm like, it's on Kindle. I don't understand why it's taking so long. Why I got to wait a whole year for, for this book here? <laughs> But I know the work that goes into writing a book. I know what what authors put into writing a book, just being able to experience writing a book myself, my authors that are clients, experiencing them writing their books, um, whether I'm proofreading, whatever I'm doing, just to be able to experience the process. Um, And Tony. Tony is an editor. Honey, she got that hardcore red pen. Yes, I said it. (laughs) Thank you, Leash. That's why we do what we do here on Let's Chat, because being able to experience the author's process, I think, has made Mm -hmm. both of us appreciate what authors bring Mm -hmm. to readers on a daily basis. It's not an easy thing to write a book. It's not an easy thing to put your words out there. You could put, anybody could put words on a paper, but a, a good book is organized like a puzzle. It fits. Mm -hmm. A good writer is like riding down the highway. If you got a writer that's got that, an author that's got that pen on them, it's kind of like riding down the hallway, the the highway. And every exit you get off, it's something popping off. And all the exits Mm -hmm. are like chapters. And so when they got Mm -hmm. that pen, when they pen is on point, don't matter where you get off, what chapter you go into, you like, wait a minute, what? You're not skipping mm-hmm. ahead in the book. You you know, you 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 too busy trying to stay glued and, and keep up and get everything. You know what I'm saying? So there aren't too many right. authors that can do that for me um, mm-hmm. because now my eye is so critical. You know, if they can't catch me in 5CT, Tia give y'all 20 pages. You got to catch <laughs> me in five pages. If you don't have me in five pages, if you ain't, mm-hmm. if you ain't grab me, I'm not going to finish it. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. I'm mm-hmm. gonna. Depending on the person, I'm gonna skip to the end of the book, and then I'm gonna mm-hmm. see if it's worth me finishing. And I'm gonna read the middle of the book, and I'm gonna say, okay, it's something here. And then I'm gonna read it, but then I'm gonna have to take notes so I can be mm-hmm. able to keep track. But, honey, when they pin this on point, I'm like, yes. Yes, have you all in your feelings. I'm one, of, I'm one of them readers be all in your feelings. I like that. Keep me in my feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, That's a mighty pen, That's a mighty pen, girl. Yes, I love that. Keep me in my feelings. When If, mm-hmm. if your 
story is emotional or your character is an emotion, I want to be emotional too. Honey, mm-hmm. if you got sex scenes, you know our model here on Let's Chat. If it's going to be nasty, let it be nasty. If not, I'm going to need y'all to send them to Starbucks for some coffee. Absolutely. But if they sweating, <laughs> I want to be sweating too. I want my cup of ice. I want to keep a fan on the side. Like, I want to be into your world. Like, I want my mind to really be drawn in. And that's mm-hmm. the best part of being a reader. The best part of being it a reader is. because an author will grab you into their world and wrap you up in their mind, and you just there, you there. Mhm, mhm. But that's it my is. reader. It's the so best fi- feeling. <laughs> it is when you read a really good book. Honestly, when you read a really good book, it it does something to you. It them characters will touch your soul if it's put together mm-hmm. right. And a book is mm-hmm. like oh. Ethic three, November the thirtieth. What did I just talk about? <laughs> awesome. Wait, look, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> but yes, he talked it out, please. Right, but yes, a good book will touch your soul, and it doesn't matter if it's a novella, it doesn't matter if it's a novel. If that pen is right. It don't matter if they mm-hmm. got 500 pages in that book. If that pen is right, you're going to feel it from beginning to end. It don't matter if they mm-hmm. got 20 pages in the book. If the pen is right, you're going to feel it from beginning to end. You're going to have those characters that they, they, they will sit with you. They will they will boil in your blood. Like you will feel everything that they feel. That's the best part about being a reader. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I know I love reading, and like you said, Leash, we don't have a lot of free time like we used to to have pleasure reading, but when we do and it's a good book, man, it's hard to put it down. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am, and it's, you know, I love reading. You know, I really do. Sometimes mm-hmm. I just don't have time for it. However, mm-hmm. I made time. Mm-hmm. I got time this <laughs> week, honey. Yes. <laughs> And Ethic 1 and 2 is right on point. Y'all got to get that in y'all life. Well, I got the first one. I'll, I'm going to get into it as soon as I can. That's the next one I'll be reading when I finish these editing projects I have. <laughs> That's my soapbox, y'all. This is, this, is like, this is like a reader moment. This is how really the excitement <laughs> I feel, y'all hear. Mm-hmm. That's when I talk to other people about authors. That makes them want to say, oh, really? Yes, honey, you got to go and get that. And that makes them excited. That makes them, that's word of mouth. This is how word of mouth starts. This is how word of mouth mm-hmm. continues when, when it comes to readers, because this is how readers talk to each other. They, this mm-hmm. is how readers talk to each other. That's why interaction is key. If you are not interacting with your readership, that's a problem. Your readership is Big your problem. promotion. You have to interact with your readers. You have authors mm-hmm. that don't drop one link. They don't drop one link because mm-hmm. they interact with their readers, and they do it on a consistent basis, just their readers. And that sends the readers out to go and tell their friends that bring the friends back, and the friends go out and get some more friends. And, bring, and that's how you start building that readership. Mm-hmm. But you got to interact with your readers. 
And the other thing about Mm. that is your team, the team you build around you. Honey, we talked in that talk today about team building. It's very important about making sure that team around you is solid. And we have four mm-hmm. fabulous guests on today. We got Sydney McGee. I call her Sydney Sunshine. That is actually the name of her book. But, y'all, her smile is everything, and her book grind is on point to be so young. And her mm-hmm. mother, who is author, also an author, she is the fabulous Meredith Greenwood. And then we have author Black Top and the fabulous Faye Wilkes. And they're going to be on here talking that talk about team building, how to build that team around you, how to, uh, and the different sides of it. Because with Sydney and her mother, that's, she's a momager. She, she has to make sure that the, the team is built a certain way because she has a, a two different positions that she feels. And so I'm excited mm-hmm. to be able to experience and understand the, the sides that she plays in um, helping Sydney push her brand. And then mm-hmm. we got, you know, we love Blacktop on here. We love you too, Quan. <laughs> but we love Blacktop <laughs> on here. And him and Faye, that's his pick. You know, he calls mm-hmm. her his pick and, and their their grind together is is dynamic. His book grind mm-hmm. is dynamic and she is, is his team. Just dynamic. And so I wanna be able to explore and help authors to understand that when you're building a team it's a necessity that it has to be uh-huh. solid. It's a necessity of what goes into that. There's an ingredients, there's things that you need, there's people that you have to have in your corner. Uh-huh. And you got to be able to, to know who who can be in your corner and who needs to go to the side because everybody's not going to uh-huh. be able to ride with you where you're going. But when you get those right. people that do, you got to hold on to them because they're going to ride with you to the end, whether it's good or bad. Those are the people mm-hmm. that you don't want to lose. Those are the people that you don't want to have to be without in your corner. When you got people like that's that, right. that's what you need because they're pushing you and they're pushing your brand. Mm-hmm. That's a solid, that's a solid uh, teamwork right there. You know, everybody has the same goal. You know, they, they sometimes certain strengths and weaknesses, they, they balance each other out. So um, it's all about that teamwork. Absolutely. And we have our first fabulous guest, Miss Sydney McGee. Welcome. Hi. 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 Welcome to the chat room. (laughs) Thank you. She is so sweet. I was telling everybody about your book grind, and I was telling these adults today that you can give them some notes on how to how to move their books because you'll be handling your business, sweetie. Well, it's mostly like it's mostly about interacting with your um with your readers and and I think you should always be like sweet and kind and bubbly bubbly so that way like you have a good relationship with them. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now we want you to tell everybody a little bit about your literary uh journey. What made you decide to tell your mom that you wanted to write a book? Well, I started out with watching her, and then, I mean, I like to read, and so I like the story, and so 
of course I never got to read the books that my mom wrote because they're adult books. But uh-huh. I, like, I wanted to really spread the message to children. That way they know they can do anything at a certain age and they can learn about morals and values. And, and, and like, so they can read more mm-hmm. and be positive and, and love themselves. That way they, they don't, like, if somebody says they're not beautiful, they're not, they don't look good, they're not smart, then I think they should ignore all of that, block that out of their brain, and be positive and go higher. Absolutely. Oh. Now, when people read your your books, when your friends read your books, what can they expect from um, or what can they experience from what you write? I think they would definitely expect a good message. I think they would love to learn something. And um, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't just want me to tell them, oh, you're going to learn something, and then they don't learn something. I'm pretty sure they really want to learn something. And one of the and one of um, one of the major things my friends look for is some more books. So I'm working on those right now. Oh, wow! That's awesome. Well, Miss Sydney, you sound so mature and filled with such wisdom. I just have to ask, how old you are, sweetie? <laughs> I'm 11 years old. Wow. And, and I, and I've written four books, and I'm working on the fifth. Four and, yeah, books. I love it. And how do your friends react to your books? Do they give you feedback after they? Do they give you feedback after they read them? Do they want to be characters in your book? How do your your friends react to you being an author? Well, they do, and um, so they. I know they um they definitely want to be in my book. They when when um I when I when I write the books and they see when they see their names they're like, Oh, you put me in your book? Oh my gosh, that's so awesome. <laughs> so like I look forward to putting them in my book and like mm-hmm. not like I wanna include my friends in it. I don't just wanna be the only one. So I love mm-hmm. to include them. Mm-hmm. And that's they're all wonderful. They're all they're all finishing it. Mm, that's awesome. Now, Miss Sydney, this is Miss Tony. In addition to how you feel, your friends feel about you being an author. How does your teachers react to you being an author? Well, well, I am. Well, so um, I know. Well. I'm homeschooled, but when I was in public school, my teachers mm-hmm. always, like, they always announced it in the class, and once my, prin- we were having, like, a book signing, and my principal had put it on the announcements, and I was just like, wow. Like, oh, wow. I didn't even know. I was so shocked. <laughs> That's awesome. And it, feels, and it feels a lot better to be making a difference around the world. Mm, that's wonderful. Now, when you decided to, I want to go back, because when you decided to sit down and write, how how did your mom react when you told her you wanted to be an author? 
she was pretty shocked. And she was like, <laughs> go ahead and pursue your dreams. Mm. I wow. love it. Now, this is Miss Tony again. I'm sorry, Elise. Um, so you have four books under your belt, Miss Sydney, and you're actually writing your fifth. What has what have you learned about yourself since becoming a published author? Um, well, I've learned that well, I've always knew this, but it's become way bigger. I, I have a bigger imagination. I mean, mm-hmm. I love because I mean, in in um, Sydney Sunshine in the summer at Aunt Janet's farm, I actually spent the summer at my Aunt Janet's house, but she doesn't live on a farm. So that's where my creativity came in. But that's a bigger part of me. So I have a bigger mm-hmm. I love it. Now, we want to talk to your mom for a minute. Okay. Um, Hi, ladies. Hey. Hi. <laughs> now, before we get yeah, started, we, we want you to tell everybody about your literary journey. And then we got some questions because we love this Sydney here. She is just like a big, a breath of sunshine. <laughs> more than that, she is like one of those little gumdrops. I mean, you just want to eat her up. I just love it. But you are an author. Yes, she is. But you are an author, and we want you to tell everybody a little bit about your literary journey. Okay, so um, I started writing around, I'll say officially, uh, 2008. Um, I've been writing short stories my entire life. However, I didn't publish anything. But in 2008, I decided I wanted to start my first novel. Um, and I say mm-hmm. start because it took four years. So my first novel, Faith, Grace, and Hope, was not released until 2012. That was my debut novel. Um, mm-hmm. I am a Christian fiction writer. Uh, it, it, I, it, it's kind of funny because I didn't necessarily put myself in that genre, but no matter what I write, it tends to fall um, within that category. So it's it's one of those things where it's like, why? Why fix something that's not broken? So, <laughs> um, so after 2012, I did take a little break from novel writing, and I turned to writing plays. So, you know, I put the, the novels and the books on hold, and I used that creativity to write uh, stage plays, which were performed throughout churches and different organizations in Houston. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, I did write a short story, another short story, and then I was featured as one of the anthology authors in the X Chronicles, which is published under Brown Girls Books with Victoria Christopher Murray and Rashonda Tate Billingsley. Mm-hmm. My mm-hmm. short story is Best X Ever. And uh, from there, uh, I, I write daily. I have not released any other uh, publications, but I am still writing. I've kind of ventured mm-hmm. into something new, which would be screenplay writing. So 
you know, it's one of those things where if you're a writer, you're a writer, and there's nothing you can do about it. You can try to stop. You can shift gears, but you have to get all that creativity out somehow. So that's pretty much my mm-hmm. journey. Um, like I said, right now my focus has been on um, pushing the Sydney Sunshine brand. I've, I'm mm-hmm. really dedicated to that and, you know, watching her grow and watching her, you know, progress in, in her her career. <laughs> So mm-hmm. that's pretty much that's my my journey, and that that brings me to where I am today. Absolutely. Now our topic today is team building. When it comes to building the team uh, that's around Sydney and her brand, um, what are some of the things that you you look for? And you make sure um, is an ingredient in that team. Okay, I would say the first thing you have to look for is that everyone in the team shares a common interest, and the common interest has to be what's best for Sydney. Mm -hmm. Um, Regardless of sales, regardless of the number of books she publishes, regardless of her speaking engagement, we have to focus on what's best for Sydney, especially with her being a child. Because Mm -hmm. if she didn't sell another book, if she doesn't get before another audience, she still has to grow up to be a lady, a young lady Mm -hmm. and then a lady and a soul. So we have to to put big focus on that for her because it's a lot. It's a lot going on, and she still has to have a childhood. But I also want her to to know that she can pursue her dreams as well. So the focus definitely in this team would be focusing on what's best for Sid. Mm-hmm. Do we lose her? Uh-uh, she's still there. Now, What are some of the the jewels you would drop on someone building a team, um, especially when they have such a young um, author? Because, you know, there are a lot of children's authors, and some are signing to to publishing companies, some are being self-published. But what are some of the things that you would or jewels you would drop on people that maybe they have a daughter or a nephew or a niece that, that, that wants to write? Uh, I definitely would say let them go at their own pace. And when it comes to the child itself, let them go at their own pace and then work that into the schedule. Um, it's it's and, and this also goes just for the team as a whole. Anyone that um, helps us out, um, our our main team, and when I say the main team, that would be myself, uh, Sydney, and her 11-year-old brother. And that I say that because I'm sorry, her 12 year old brother, um, because we are together 24 seven pretty much. So we have mm-hmm. to focus on school. We have to focus on their extracurricular. They, we have to focus on time management with the writing, um, the events, as well as family time. So the same applies to any of our friends or family members that also do help out. We have to respect their and their family lives. So it's really about mm-hmm. manageability, but the biggest thing is to let the child work at their pace. And then you do need an overseer, the adult, the manager, which in this case would be myself. I constantly have to look at a schedule and say, okay, this is when she wants to write. You know, she's picked this day to write, or this is the day we have an event. And then we kind of have to work backwards from there. 
it's, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, it's a little difficult, but it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. And it's, it's all about putting the pieces together and, and like I said, getting everyone's schedule, you know, together. But definitely for a child that's interested in it, I would tell the, the parent, the manager, um, the guardian, whoever, let them work at their own pace and then work around that schedule. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, and I, I'm glad you said that because deadlines. I wanted to, how do you help her maneuver through her deadlines? Well, I'll be honest. I've been um, quite flexible only because it's important for us. Um, mm-hmm. You know, with, with her deadlines, I kind of give her a little leeway as far as, you know, setting the deadline. Um, you know, it's, in one sense, yes, I have to be firm. Because she says she wants to take this serious, so I have to teach her the seriousness of it. But then, also, you know, I never can forget that she's a child. So, you know, if she says, well, you know, I'll be finished with this uh, this chapter by uh, Friday, and Friday comes and it's not finished, you know, it's it's a little different from, you know, the boss at the corporate job where, you know, okay, you're on the line here. You're, you know, you're getting ready to get the pink slip. It's a little different. So I do have to teach her the importance of keeping the deadline, but I also have to sometimes step back just a little and give her a little leeway because she's still a child. Uh, that's some good advice, though. And you would think yes. it would be, I'm sorry, this is Tony. we got to try to remember to differentiate between the two because we've been talking okay. about so much alike. No, that's <laughs> but exactly. That's, no, that's, that's okay. such, I know, right? But that's such good advice, and um, especially when you're dealing with uh, an author or an entrepreneur of a certain age because you don't want them overwhelmed because then they kind of lose the passion for whatever it is that they're passionate about if it becomes more of a, quote, unquote, job at such a young age. How do you feel about that? Um, You know, going in, and I'm pretty sure any parent and manager, you know, you go in thinking it's going to be one way. You go in thinking, you know, Whitney said she's going to write 12 books. She said she's going to have them finished in X amount of time. So, of course, you're hopeful, Mm -hmm. you're supportive. You you know you stand beside the child and you say okay she's gonna do it I'm I'm with her but then life happens mm-hmm. and reality mm-hmm. happens and then I'll, I'll use um, in our case I see so much of myself in her um, so you know there's times where where she sets her own deadline but she might stop working on that particular book and she'll start something else and mm-hmm. you know. Again, you 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 almost want to say, okay, no, let's get back to let's stay on track. But then, I like I said, I see a lot of myself in her, the creativity, the you know, wanting to write plays, wanting to write screenplays for movies. She wants to do all these things. So sometimes you just have to kind of step back and let them kind of work their way through their own creative space. Mm-hmm. So that's that's pretty Ooh. much how we handle on our on our end. You know, and again, that's where that manageability comes in. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Now, are there are there times when, um, 
your creative differences collide. Maybe there's something that she's written and you're like, mm, Sid, that doesn't really fit there. Or do you just let her pen flow? Um, I let her pen flow. And I think I learned early on, you know, I was taught a huge lesson in her first book um, when she wrote Sydney Sunshine and the Not So Magic Mirror. She um, finished a chapter and she let me read it. And at first I was, mm-hmm, no, I don't. But then it, once it all came together, it made so much sense. And from the mind of a child, you know, I had to stop and say, okay, Meredith, you're looking at this from a mind of an adult who's had experiences, who's had opportunities, who's had years to live. You've had ups, you've had downs and twists and turns. But an innocent child has not experienced any of that. So I learned early on to step back, let her pen flow, let her reach her peers, because that's the purpose of the book is to reach her peers. So I learned early on, again, let her pen flow, step back, you stay in your adult world, (laughs) and let her be a child. And so far it's been productive and successful. I love it. So uh, we have a question for Sydney. Now, Sydney, we always like to do something fun on the show, okay? We like to be able to show all aspects of the author, um, their creativity, their personality, because I think that's very important. That's part of creating that relationship, right, and interacting. Uh So we always like to do something fun on our show. So T is going to ask you a question, and it's a creative question that we think you'll have fun with. <laughs> I have so many questions, Lisa. I'm <laughs> trying to pull one out of the hat for her. Uh, oh, the crayon question. The crayon question. That's, uh, that's a good one for yeah, her. Yeah, that is a good one. So, Miss Sydney, you are a, in a box of crayons, and you can be any color you want. Or, even more creative, you can make up your own color. And we want to know what that color would be and why. Well, I would like to I would like to be brown because that's the color of my skin, and I think I'm beautiful just the way I am. And I will not let anybody tell me that I am not beautiful because I know I am. And I'm not letting anybody stand in my way. Okay, honey. Oh, yes. All right, now. You better talk that Wouldn't talk. <laughs> With no mm-hmm. hesitation. <laughs> I love it. And you sounded so confident about it, though, so they better watch out for this little brown color in this big box of crayons that's going to be standing out. <laughs> Absolutely. And I think that's the thing about her as an author. you got to have confidence, and that's what that mm-hmm. confidence is what stands out. You meet it that and her smile before she says anything. And that is the best part about seeing her move her book. Mm. That's a wonderful thing. You are more than welcome, sweetie. Now, before you leave out the chat room, we want you to shout out your social media, um, which would be your website, and any book events you have coming up and when they can expect your next book, 
if they want to buy that book for their little girl? So my website is sydneysunshine.net, and I will be done with the fifth, fifth book at the end of the year. And my Twitter, well, you can, is Sydney Sunshine One. And Sid Sunshine One, my Facebook is Sid Sunshine One. And my Instagram is Sid Sunshine One. And my email is Sid at SydneySunshine.net. All right, that Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> And Meredith, if you could shout out all of your social media and where everybody can get your books. Yes. So I am also on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, M-E Greenwood 1. My website is www.megreenwood.com. And my books can be purchased online through Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or anywhere books are sold. That's awesome. Well, we thank you, ladies, so much for joining us tonight here on Let's Chat and gracing us with your presence and with your fabulous, confident energy. So we so appreciate you. Thank you all so much. We enjoy you all. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you so very much, Sydney. We appreciate you. Thank you, Meredith. Thank you, and blessings to you all. Thank you. Thank right back at you. Thanks. I'm ready to go to one of her book events, Leash. <laughs> y'all, let me tell y'all the way she moved. I was like, girl, you, you, she, her mom had to, her mom had to keep up with her. She had to keep up with her. <laughs> That's how that's how good she moves when she's selling her books. She had to keep mm-hmm. up with her. It was like, Ma, uh-huh, Mom, uh-huh, I need this, I need She was on it, and they wasn't just getting one. They was getting the books, mm-hmm. and the one lady was like, well, I don't need that. You got another book? I mean, she was selling out. It was awesome just to see her move so young because when we go to book events, you know, I don't see a lot of authors that move with confidence, and this is the thing about mm-hmm. confidence. Confidence is what draws a lot of people in. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it draws people in. And to be so young and have that type of confidence and then her smile, you can't help but to buy a book from her. You can't help it. Mm. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm going to make sure I I follow her. I, I just liked her page. So make sure you head on over to her page and give her a like. Uh, if I can give her a love, I'd give her that too, Leash. <laughs> I know that's right. I know that's right. You are you are tuned in to Let's Chat. This is Miss Leisha. You know I got my right hand, and most of the time she is my left. The fabulous Miss Tony. We are talking that talk today about team building. We just had the fabulous Sydney McGee, who is an 11 year old author, uh, and her mother, who is an author as well, Meredith Greenwood. Um, Sydney came in here and gave us a ray of sunshine. If you are just mm-hmm. tuning in and you missed her interview, no worries. Just head over to our archives here on blogtalk.com as well as iTunes and actually any podcast app because we go where you go. And you can listen to our archives of our show uh, and listen to her interview. To be so young, y'all, she she know how to move around. And I think as she grows, 
and as she gets older, her mm-hmm. knowledge and her pen is gonna is gonna move and grow, and I love it. I love it. Me too. She got that that early teaching of what it is to that paperback hustle, that book hustle, and That's to be exactly. so young, like you said, eleven years old. Absolutely. Now our next two guests. Now this one right here, y'all. We about to have some good times. It's about to go down <laughs> in the chat room. It's about to go down all the way down. <laughs> we love it when mm-hmm. he comes in the chat room. Normally we just have him by himself, but today we got his pick in the house. We got Arthur Blacktop and the fabulous Faye Wilkes. And when I say a paperback hustle, let me tell y'all about this man's paperback hustle. Okay. His hustle is something that you can learn from. Just the way he moved. He was in Louisiana um, at the Essence Fest. And the way he moved without having an event to go to, just him and his books, and he was making it happen. I loved it. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love his hustle and the way he does what he does. He interacts with his readers. His pick always got his back. And that's part of what we're talking about, that team building, about knowing how to build that team around you. Welcome, right. y'all. Welcome. Hey, Thank hey, you. Hey hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We love it when you guys join us. Thank you so much. <laughs> if we got Faye in here now, we can have a good time. Last time she just called in. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Look, okay. don't, even, don't even gas her up because you know she'll get started. Correct. Pow. <laughs> We love it. The sound of my whip. (laughs) Now, before we get started, Top, we want you to shout out, um, just tell a little bit about your literary journey for those who may not have experienced your dynamic pen. Okay. um, You know, I started started writing um, my first book. I think it was right around the birth of my son, so around 2007. Um, and it was just, it was really just something I was toying with. I, um, uh-huh. you know, he was, he was just born and, you know, I was on daddy duty sometimes. So I pick it up from time to time. And, um, what, what initially started the, the writing process was, you know, I was still in the grieving process from my mom passing the year before. And, um, uh-huh. I'd found a, a lot of, a lot of writing that my mom and I had done, uh, back and forth when I was in prison. And, um, so I just I just started to like take some of those papers and, and some of those letters and, and notebooks and you know, try to craft a story out of them because you know they were my capers. So it was easy to, to add the meat to them. And um, I but the, the original title was called Portrait of a Hustler, and uh, mm-hmm. it was it was strange it was strange because I you know I dropped the book and I had these lofty uh, lofty ideas of, of of what I was about to do. You know I was like. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get these books printed up, and then you know I'm gonna flip them like we did in music, and like we did on the street. And then you know I flip this five hundred into a thousand, then I flip that thousand to two thousand. You know, so I had this this uh, these uh, um, illusions of grandeur, if you will. So uh, mm-hmm. it it just like pan out like that because you know I got Pookie and Nene on the block to edit my book, and uh, it was a it was a lot of uh, a lot of errors in the book. So I think I sold like ten. And then, you know, people that I knew start calling me, they were like, hey, man, all these mistakes in this book, man, I want my money back. So I was like, damn. I was like, you know, I only made $100 so far, you know. <laughs> it's like, this is not the way I plan this to go. So 
you know, I, I trusted that, and they showed me the errors, and I said, okay, this is this is what I want to do. I, I, I can't put these books out. If it was all about the money, you know, I sold the books and, you know, just taking the money and being whatever, but I knew that my name was attached to them, and, you know, I'm sort of vain comes to my name, it's like, you know, if my name's attached to it, like, I want it to be right, you know? <clears throat> so, uh, you know, I went back to the drawing board, and I took this book, and, and um, I I think I sent it to um, Carrie Wood, and, and she sent a letter back. She was like, uh, you know, I, I generally don't, don't read um, self-published works. She was like, well, I was interested, and I read it. She's like, and it's really a good book, but it's not fleshed out enough. Like, you, you need to flesh out this book, uh, put something with it, and, um, you know, build these characters, make us feel these characters, blah, blah, blah. It was the best, best advice that I've gotten. Uh, so I, I did that, and, and when I <laughs> when I finished, it was like 223,000 words. <laughs> so again, wow. you know, like, yeah, again, it was like, I was I was green. I didn't know anything. You know, I hadn't made any contacts in the literary industry. All I just trying to do was write. So um, I hired an editor, and she helped me a lot. Like, you know, um, she was the one that told me, like, listen, you need to split this book, blah, 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 split the book into pieces. This, that, blah, blah, blah. So that's what I did. And, and, and by me doing that, like, I think it actually made my name pop a little bit faster than the average because um, I dropped my first book. Black Friday 2012. I dropped the second one. Uh, I dropped the second one, um, Valentine's Day 2013, and then the third one at the Harlem Book Fair 2013. So it was like I was hitting them back to back to back. So when they, they thought they were, you know, getting getting a taste of it, they were getting a they were digesting the whole meal, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And it's funny. It's funny because in, in in between time, in the meantime, in between time, like uh, Faye and I. Like we we linked up and it's the way that we linked up was funny, and um, I I'll let her tell you about it because she tried me. <laughs> okay. I thought he was a kid and I was like, let me help this poor little boy, because <laughs> he was so oh, humble. Yeah. You you know how you don't really meet um it, people have a, a sense of arrogance or entitlement, you oh, know, mm-hmm. at times, and it's like I'm the one. He was so southern. And and just so, um, you know, humble until I was like, I mean, Miss Faye, this, <laughs> you know, and so I was like, I said, this kid, when I looked at the picture, I actually thought he was a kid. And he reminds mm-hmm. me so much, you know, of my younger brother. That's why we're like, we're family. This is it. We're family. And yeah, so, so this I was what, like, this I said. what she said. So she's trying, she trying to skate around it. What she said was... <laughs> What she said was, "Oh, you a cute little boy. I'm gonna help you." I just say, I say, no disrespect, but I'm a grown ass man, y'all. He sure did. <laughs> he sure did, and I'm like, you know, and, and just coming on the scene, you know how folks, you know, when they when um he was at, you know, they were asking everybody to share covers and stuff like that. And on my job, I do a lot of in person networking you know, on a national level because of some of the programs I'm involved in. And I was like, hey, do you mind if I do it a little different my way? And mm-hmm. he's like, no, go ahead, you know, because I said, I'm, I'm going to help him out. And I share, you know, and I said, I see everybody doing, you know, kind of the same thing. I don't like to do the same thing. So mm-hmm. when you, earlier days, when you used to see his promo stuff, it would always have questions. The, the, I never would use the same synopsis. 
ever, even for the same books, I would never use the same one. I always came up with something a little catchy because I'm like, okay, we got to draw them in and we got to, you know, we got to get them. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it worked. It worked. We were, he was like, do your thing. And so we kind of split up. I'm like, okay, I'll handle the promotion and the promo part and uh, uh, some of the networking pieces. But when I need you, when I need to pull you in, I need you there. So it just got to the point I would say, okay, you need to be at blah, 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 blah. And he was like, I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'm there. So and it's worked that way all these years. Mhm. I love it. Teamwork. Absolutely. Oh yeah. Yeah, we oh, we, yeah. we said our early we said our early in, in one of the things that, you know, to some people it may seem corny, you know what I'm saying? But it, it kinda kept us grounded and keeps us grounded, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, so many times what I see what I see with, with people that, that, you know, say that they're teams or you know, that, that, that team building, um, one of the things that pulls people apart is the fact that, you know, everybody is going in separate directions. If, if I'm pulling and she's pushing, it's, it's doing us no good. You understand? So mm-hmm. one of the things that we did was we sat down and we came up with a model, and we mm-hmm. live by that model. And the model says one team, one vision. That, you know, you'll never see, you'll never see, if you if you see me tomorrow at the Oscars because somebody said, okay, well, we like Corporate America, we turn into a movie, it hit people, and, and you see me at the Oscars, you're going to see that runt right behind me. And don't worry, y'all will be covering it there with y'all little microphones and everything else. <laughs> oh, thank you. We are carrying people with us. <laughs> oh, we love I it. love it. Now, you know, our topic today is team building. What are some of the things you guys think um, or jewels you can drop on people that are that are looking to build their team? They might be a new author. They might even be signed to a publishing house, but, you know, you always need a team. What are some of the jewels you can drop on them um, when choosing how to put their team together? Well, I think, I think one of the first things that people need to understand is that um, your your family is generally last. Um, yeah. So many times people wanna wanna start with family when building when building a team. But what I've come to realize, and it's no slight to my family, you know what I'm saying. But what I've come to realize is a lot of times the people that grow up with you and have known you your whole life, it's hard for them to realize your dream. You see what I'm saying? When when they've known you their whole life. You know, it's it's like um uh-huh. take take for instance my my family. You know what I'm saying? I won't point out any particular people, you know, but I I will say that with my family, like because they've known me my whole life, and I've always been a knucklehead until uh-huh. um I mean in the in the grand scheme of things until recent, but um you know your your family is generally last. You know what I'm saying? So when you strike out to to build a team, you have to find find people that are just as passionate about what they do. You see what I'm saying? Not about what you do, but what they do. You know, with mm-hmm. with Faye and I, you know, with our dynamic, it's more it's more a situation like, okay, she listen. Anybody that knows my pick knows that my pick is a chatty catty. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> that that in itself is a is a plus for me because in I mean to be totally honest, like I really don't like people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I like my real. You know what? I'm going to keep him alive. Y'all don't listen to him. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay. just, and, and I, and I say everywhere he go. Yes, indeed. Well, well, Thank and I, you. And I, and I say that. Tell and I, and I, I say I don't like, like people. people. <laughs> no, no. I, and, I, and let me come out wrong. It's just, listen, I don't like the idea of people. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that still don't sound right, right? <laughs> let me, let me, no, it don't sound right. Like, no, what I'm, saying, what I'm saying is this. Listen, okay, let me clean this up. What I'm saying is this. Like, like, listen, I love everybody. You know what I'm saying? But but in in literature, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are people that you, you, mm-hmm. you want to like and you want to associate with but you can't afford to. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, mm-hmm. as an as an author that's selling a product, you know what I'm saying? I have to be very selective in the things that I do and the things that I take. My pick, on the other hand, is is a free spirit. You see what I'm saying? So when she speaks, mm-hmm. when she speaks, I already know where she's coming from. Everything that she does, believe it or not, everything that she does is is like it's calculated. So if if she's saying yada 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 yada. She's not just saying yada, 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 just to hear herself talk. She's saying that because it's something about to pop off. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, mm-hmm. the, the people that you choose to be on your team, like, you have to actively and want to, to, to learn one another. You know what I'm saying? And you have to have sense. people that want to be there, to, and they want to see you make it to the next level. And they're willing to, to um, step forward, you know, without looking for anything in return. But they're looking, and they're committed. So it's like, hey, I really want to see you, you know, because I'm like that on a job, too. I really want to see you make it, you know. And if I can do something to contribute, I'm like, I feel that my blessings come from above. So if I do my part, you know, we're going to get there, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and we both have, a, you know, a deep spiritual side. And, and it's like, you know, my being able to go and talk to people, I said a lot of t- mm-hmm. folks don't know. At one point, I was like a holy roller, and I was one of the ones out there passing out tracks. Do you know Jesus as your Lord? And so it's easy for me to go and talk. Oh, honey, <laughs> you know, and, and I, you know, I actually the first Harlem Book Fair that we went to, I had some ladies following me, and I was like, because when I stopped, they would stop. And so finally, I just turned around, and they said, don't mind us. We're just watching you. And I said, oh, don't watch from back there. Come up here. I said, just ask mm-hmm. folks, do you mind if you share this information with them? You know, mm-hmm. and and that was like our first event together. And I had people sending them over to that I was sending them over to that table. I was like, okay, you're here. It's slowing down over this side because there's so many authors out here for folks to see. Let me go work the crowd. And that's mm-hmm. usually what we do. We Go ahead. You know what? You know what? You know what's crazy is is honestly, and, and this is not to this is not to be cocky and arrogant, but I honestly think um, at that at that first Harlem book fair that we went to, like I, I think for for a new author, I think I made like Harlem book fair history or something. Like I had mm-hmm. I had some veterans like literally calling me and saying, you know, you remind us of how it used to be when we first came out. Yeah. You know because. Because we we ran through we ran through some books we ran through some oh, like yeah. twelve fifteen cases of books and, and at the time wow. two thousand twelve like that was that was unheard of wow <laughs> unheard of today <laughs> it, yeah yeah it's slowly <laughs> gradually making its way back but it, it's mm-hmm. like we you know we we have our little um, knockdown drag out but it's a mm-hmm. thing you know especially when we're trying to get when. when he being hard head and won't listen to me, but um, because I'm right. <laughs> you know what? You got to listen to her. She ain't gonna steer you nah, wrong. She she, nah, 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 nah. She, she, a, she a bully, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, listen, y'all see, y'all see her demure stature. You know, her, 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 her short. 
coming. You know, Shut up. Uh, <laughs> well, what is it able to mean? Like, what's that supposed to mean? Because we all I'm sort tall. of I don't know what he's saying. He must be delusional. <laughs> but, uh, it, you know, it's worked. Uh, shut up, boy. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, it's worked because the fact that, like he says, I've got that gift of gab. You know, I belong to the National Organization of Blacks in Government, and we are everywhere. We've got so many mm-hmm. chapters in Atlanta and probably about um, over 100 in D.C. for the different federal agencies and states and locals. I have those people when I went, you know, and I go and talk to them, and they read the book, and, you know, and some of them are older, and they think like I was, I want to help this kid out. They be out there <laughs> passing out that stuff with me. Uh, <laughs> They'll and, and get I, out there. Listen, I remember we went in listen, Vegas passing out flyers and bookmarks. <laughs> and they, they think, and listen, they think I'm a kid, and I show we playing Yes, Ma'am, No, Ma'am, <laughs> and I show back oh. my eyelashes, and they show me vibe, too. He he came to, you know, he came to meet, just to meet a couple members that, you know, mm-hmm. actually met him on um, Facebook. They are used to me coming and telling them about, you know, and, and saying, you know, check him out. And they're basically diehard, diehard supporters. So he came, we were in Orlando, he came down to meet them. And when he just came, he came to meet, I had him stuffing bags and that, because I'm like, I'm in charge now. Get a bag, get a position. <laughs> I need your help stuffing for this conference. So after you know, when he when they came up to him, and they were like, "Oh yeah, this is this is the author, you know, Black Top," and one lady was like, "You're an author, and you don't you don't have any books here," and he said, "I do." There, he said, "I have them in a the car." She said, "Well, the problem is, you're here, you're an author here, and your books are in the car." He was like, "Oh ma'am," he said, "I can go get them." She was like, "Young man, do so." When he came uh-huh. back. There was a line. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There yeah. was a line. And they were getting other people because they were like, they know me. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I've always helped and support. I, I do what I can for, for folks. So when he came and I'm like, this is, you know, this is my brother. This is my pick. They wanted to support. They've been supporting mm-hmm. him ever since. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, and it was, it was, it was strange. It was strange because. You know, I just I threw some books in, and I think I think at the time I only had what like four. I had the Hunter Chronicles one, two, and three, and then I had mm-hmm. Tainted, right? Right. And um, and so I went and got I think I had two cases of each, so it was like basically like a hundred of each book. And um, uh, man, mm-hmm. I I saw, and it, you know, the the funny part about the whole entire situation is is that people people are generally funny. Like if if they see a crowd around you, nobody wants to be mm-hmm. left out. So it generally mm-hmm. brings more. Reading. You know, so so here I have all of these older women, you know, standing around me, and I hear somebody out of the side, of, you know, on the, on the side of me, and they're like, who is he? He must be somebody famous. Girl, let's go get in line. So I was like, okay, yeah, I like that. <laughs> and the pick was on the yeah. side taking pitch, picks, because I was mm-hmm. like, I did my part. Now let me just get pictures of him with these people with these books. But it's, uh-huh. it's yeah. like we complement each other because the it's like where he – Fall short, I'm strong. Where I fall short, he's strong, and we mm-hmm. we make it work. Sometimes we'll walk up to a place and say, "Okay, we're gonna do this this way," you know. I'm like, I'm because he stands up all the time. If you notice, you'll never see him seated. Mm-hmm. They gonna sit down when ain't nobody around because my feet hurt. <laughs> but he stand, <laughs> he'll stand out there, you know, and and we'll. It, Depending on you know if if it's moving a little slow or whatever, 
Um, mm-hmm. We'll walk. I mean, the, the thing is, if you come in his area anywhere near him, I already know he's going to get you. If you make eye contact, you're done. You're going to buy a book. Uh-huh. That's mm-hmm. what they used to say in prison all the time. You know, you green and you in. You know, so you, you learn not to <laughs> smile at people. You know, so I, I had basically teach myself how to smile again. But you know, I yes. use that same philosophy. If I listen, if I look in your direction and you make eye contact with me, it's something in this area that's interesting. <sighs> you. It might not even be a book. It might be. You know, the way I was accused of, you know, constantly showing my rippling muscles, not my oh, word. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to even. He fast. He fast. He be trying to finesse. He be, look, don't get me started. You know him. You know him. Look, I had a woman tell me that, too. She was like, she was like, listen, I don't mind. I don't mind buying a book, but don't be standing up here trying to finesse me. I said, say, man. <laughs> and and another another plus too is you know I've read all of his all of his work so mm-hmm. I know those stories inside and out so at a moment you know how they do the authors panels at times and it takes them away from the table mm-hmm. I'd be over there selling them books too and the lady's like you tell him you sold us this book and I'm like he knows <laughs> He knows, and I'm like, just come bring it back through, and I'm like, you know, and I'll make sure he he signs it for you. But you know, and that's one of that. I think that's one of the weak areas that I see in some of the um, the teams that don't that that aren't you know they they kind of fall apart. Is because mm-hmm. you have to know what you're out there promoting, and you have to know you know presentation is everything. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm never going to get out there on the front line and be telling somebody, because I actually bought a book out of pity from someone's husband. He was, I admired him for saying my wife wrote a book, you know, and my friend said, mm-hmm. well, what is it about? He couldn't tell us. Mm-hmm. He couldn't tell us what mm-hmm. it was about. But at least he was trying to get a sale for her. So right. I went and bought it, you know, out of support anyway, and then my friend told him, she said, you know, the – the next time, you know, um, she said, it's good that you're out here, you know, you're trying to work as a team with your wife and promote. She said, but read her book or at least ask her what it's about because some people mm-hmm. are not going to take that opportunity to find it. They're just going to walk away. That's right. That's right. And um, also, you know, this, um, this is um, this is Tony say in black, and I'm glad you said that because that's one of the things that when Leisha and I go to events and the author may have stepped away from the table, whoever's there with her or him should know and, and continue that promotion, should continue, you know, that, Absolutely. that support because you're oh, not going to miss the support if you're lacking. Absolutely. You know, and we will not miss a sale because he's not there. Right. It's very, it's very important. I'm, I'm gonna tell you, it's funny because when we first started doing the events, like I would always be nervous about stepping away from the table because I'm funny about missing the money. But you know, mm-hmm. I, I, um, I, um, I, I got an opportunity. I had the opportunity to sit back and and, and kind of watch. You don't know that I was watching, but you know, watch, watch how she interacted with the customers. And uh, mm-hmm. man, I walked up and, and she was selling the book better than me, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna step my elevator pitch up here." You know, she making me just like I don't know what my own damn book's about. You know, we're not we talk about this. You know, but I, it was a it was a proud moment because I was like, "Okay, I know I know if I do, you know, need to step away or whatever, it's still in good hands." You know. Right. Right. 
And, and I that's think that's feeling. the most important thing because when you're a mm-hmm. team and you guys, when you're a team and you step together, that's a great thing. But if something mm-hmm. happens and the team can continue to step, mm-hmm. now it's different sometimes you have where you can't trust somebody's moves. I think trust comes in, I need to be able to trust you even when I can't see you. So if something happens right. and I can't, I'm incapacitated and I can't do what I need to do, Absolutely. to have that person that mm-hmm. I can trust, I don't have to question your moves. I know everything right. you're mm-hmm. doing, I'm going to trust that it was it was in my favor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't have, I'm not going to have yeah. no problems with That's it. That's key. That's key, yes. Mm-hmm. That's true. That, you know, and, and like I said, you know, our like we said, one mind, one vision. You know, we're like we always say we are team Blacktop because we had college students that you know our street team that we rolled out. Um, what was that? Twenty fourteen. Yeah, twenty fourteen. Something like that. Yeah, when we um or twenty thirteen. Twenty thirteen. No, yeah, it was twenty thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they they and, did Miami first. Oh yeah, and so we we had you know these college kids. And like I said, I got the gift of gab and stuff like that. And it, when you can make people feel like they're a part of something and they want to help, and they want they uh-huh. went they were hitting all the universities uh-huh. in in their path. And it's like when we rolled it out, people were like, "How in the world did you do that?" Because I said, "I need y'all in front of the entrance of your school where it's saying, you know, um, uh, Howard University, Maryland University." Uh-huh. This and they and they all did it. They had their black top shirts on. <laughs> yeah, they they and, got and, they they got out there, and it, it's funny because the you know one of the thing one of the things is is as teammates that, that um you know that we 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 keep in mind all the time is like listen you can do you can do a whole lot of things, but if it's not translating to book sales, like it's working. You know, right. it, it, you know you you spend mm-hmm. you spend you spend marketing dollars. You know what I'm saying? To go and have your your book link dumped in groups like that's not effective marketing because what happens mm-hmm. is people get tired of seeing you, so it does more detriment to your brand than mm-hmm. you actually taking five or ten minutes to to reach out to people and say, hey, you know, um, I have a new title coming out, yada yada yada. It's it's surprisingly quick, believe it or not. But mm-hmm. uh, the marketing the marketing dollars have to be spent wisely. And, and when you spend those dollars, like, you have to know that, that it's going to garner uh, book sales. And, and if it's not, then you need to rethink your, your marketing strategy. Mm-hmm. That's so true. But this is this is Tony um, saying black. And I just want to say, you know, Leisha and I, we always follow and support you guys. So when I do see, you know, just on the team basis, when I do see Faye posting something, because I know she's more vocal of the two, yeah, you know, yes. and she 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 says things whereas, you know, black wouldn't say or shouldn't say or, right. or to get the same result. I'll be following you guys. You know, I know that when one speaks, the other is right alongside with them. You may not necessarily right. see them, but they mm-hmm. are a team, and I love that team um, vibe mm-hmm. that you guys get off, and we, Leisha and I, we'll grab, and we are so supportive of those that we love what they do, and you guys are one of the ones that we always grab your stuff and share with our re- our. You hear me, Leisha? My our readers. <laughs> 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 well, that's that's all you your readers. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we got 
<laughs> we got readers that are listeners. That's why we have. That's why we love what we do. We mm-hmm. love to bring right. authors on the authors that we have experienced. I think that reading is mm-hmm. like walking into Baskin and Robbins. It's a thirty-one flavor experience. You don't Absolutely. know what you like until you taste it. You know, you walk in the bathroom, mm-hmm. Robin's Cold Stones, you're like, ooh, let me taste that, just by looking at it. Ooh, let me taste yeah. this. Ooh, let me taste that. And so, you know, we real book bougie over here. And so we <laughs> love we are. the authors that we're <laughs> yeah, able we, to experience. Yeah, we love to share them, yeah, we, share we their stories, and, and get them to be able to meet new readers. Because, I mean, that's it, just know, the I, joy you know. of being a reader. Mm-hmm. I think I think and you ladies will probably agree, you know what I'm saying, that that I think one of the one of the things that helps our situation work is like listen, I don't I don't try to do what Faye does. You know what I'm saying? Because right. Faye is mm-hmm. who Faye is. So, you know, I listen, we had that freedom between one another to let one another be who we are. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's like with, mm-hmm. with Faye, like she know if I post something, it's 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 something behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I, I try not to, I try not to post banality because it's, you know, listen, time is precious. People have things to do. People have things going on. So if I'm gonna hit you with a lengthy post, you best believe I'm gonna give you some brain food, or at least try to. You know, mm-hmm. that's that's black mm-hmm. top in a nutshell. And I don't, you, you'll never see a long lengthy post from me talking about a trending topic. Like it's just it's just right. not my style because listen if you want to if you want to hear that man all you gotta do is scroll your time feed you know what I'm saying or go turn mm-hmm. the television mm-hmm. on or come but, to my timeline when I'm arguing yeah, pretty much <laughs> <I'm ranting. laughs> but you know, I'm making I, I a just, point just, you're making a point I just think it's, yeah I just think it's very important you know what I'm saying to, to nurture the soul so when you when you have two people hitting you from two different angles it's almost like but wait a minute. Like is that is that a contrast? Is that a conflict? No, it's not a conflict. It's not a contrast. It's just that mm-hmm. we're two different individuals. You know what I'm saying? And, and we know how to move accordingly. Mm-hmm. And for a team to be effective, and I and I used to speak on it all the time, and then I just I just stopped. I'm like, you know, you, like like Poppin mentioned you earlier, you have to have a plan. <laughs> No, because other stop? people would, you know, they don't listen. You know, they don't what, really. No, what, no, I, no, 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 no. Why you stop? Why did I stop? You, stop? <laughs> you don't remember? You told <laughs> hey, huh? hey, look, I told, I, she was like, she was like, I don't know if she put this poster, right? And I can't remember what it was about, but she was, it was basically something going on. And it was, but but the way she spit it, like it was game, like she was giving it to him, you know what I'm saying? And it was really things that people needed to hear, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. she put it up, and, and I told her, I was like, <laughs> I told her, I said, man, stop telling me people stuff, man. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going in one <laughs> end out the other, your time's more precious than that, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So she, mm-hmm. was like, she was like, but yeah, because I, I used like to break it down stop. and. Just like I was on a job, I would break it down, you know, and I'm like, this is what you need to do before you, you know, jump out here. You know, you got to do some research, and then you've mm-hmm. gotta, you got to you got to have a plan. You need to set a short term goal and a long term. Mm-hmm. Think about where you want to be each each year when you look back. Something should you should have done something different. But if you don't have, if if you've got multiple people around you and y'all are supposed to be working together but you don't know what you're working for, 
you, you already set mm-hmm. up for failure. So I'm like, identify what your mission is and what your goal and objectives are, and you check those things off as you achieve them. Then you move to the next one. And that's how we operate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. how we operate. But what I was trying to get Shay to understand was, listen, you know, it's, it's, like, it's like this, okay, and this is just being totally honest. If, if, if you have a baby, Okay, and you sit down to feed that baby. If the baby is sucking the bottle, cool. If the baby stops sucking the bottle, you know what I'm saying, you can't force feed the baby. And a lot of times, a lot of times, if you keep giving people information and you feed them information and they're only regurgitating the information, you see what I'm saying, then you're doing yourself a disservice. You know, not uh-huh. not to mention doing them a disservice, but you're doing yourself a disservice because I'm I'm like this, man. I'm, I'll tell you what it is, you know, but. I'm not going to do it for you. And a lot of times people want you to do it for them instead yeah. of, you know, like just like the parable in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? It's like, no, nah, I'm not going to give you a fish. I'll I teach you how to fish. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Because nobody uh-huh. nobody gave us anything. Like everything everything that we learned, countless hours, countless hours of research. And we still research. Uh-huh. Hell, I go, into, I go into a research. I have a, a, a research process before I even start uh-huh. a book, depending on the topic. And all I do is research for probably six weeks before I even pick up a pen to write a book. I do my research wow. process, and I, I go into mm-hmm. my notes and my information before I sit down to write. You see what I'm saying? That's not a dedication or, or a, um, a discipline that a lot of people have. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. not to toot my mm-hmm. own whistle. I'm just saying that I recognize and realize that a lot of people out there aren't willing to put in that hard work. They want it to fall into their laps, and the life isn't built like that. Right. That's right. That's right. And I, I think that's the the thing that people miss. I think when you're putting a team together, whether it's your publisher, whether it's your promoter, who, whomever, um, your PR person, I think that that person that you place on your team, they have to be able to position you. And, and not mm-hmm. only just position you, but teach you how to position yourself. You know what right. I'm saying? If it's your promoter... Right. They're not only promoting you to position you, but they're teaching you how to promote and position yourself. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why that's I love true. y'all dynamics because she made sure that she not only positioned you, but she taught you how to make sure you are able to do these things for yourself. And that's right, that's right. what make y'all mesh so well <laughs> together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she pulled she pulled me in sometimes because you know listen. I, I'm I'm the first to admit when when I get to an event I'm ready to get to the money, you know what I'm saying? Like I don't I don't I, I don't want to make small talk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't, don't listen I don't to him, y'all. Man. He's so just, he, he got small talk. And he's and he's very friendly. Very yes, yes indeed. He's too friendly sometimes. He's too friendly. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have you gotta have that that line in the sand. You gotta let him know I'm friendly, but I ain't that friendly. Well, I tell people all the time, you know, I'm a I'm a nice guy, but I'm not friendly. You know what I'm saying? Like, I listen, I I know if you if you're overstepping your bounds, I'll let you know that you're overstepping your bounds. You know, it, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised, and, and this is what happens when you don't have an effective team, or if if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to find another room, if you will. You know what I'm saying? Like, if there is no there is no way that I don't give a damn, and 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 Faye knows how I am about Walter Mosley. Say knows how I am about Stephen King, but there is no way that if I went to have my book signed by these men, that I would stand there and try to pick their brain about the business. You see what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. And you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. You'd be surprised 
at the number of times that that's happened to me, but that's what happens when you have a good teammate. Because she'll run the ass off with it with the creep. <laughs> it's like, it's like, listen, uh, you can contact him at such and such. As a matter of fact, here's a card. Uh, email him sometime later this week, and he'll be willing to discuss all of this with you. But right now, we sell the book. And and it, it it saves me from looking like the bad guy. You know? Right. That, and that's that's important. That's that teamwork. You know, you definitely need yeah. it. Hey, and I if if there's it. people out there listening that, that 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 are trying to build a team, I will say this: like everything, everything is not uh, verbal. You know, sometimes sometimes like you have to you have to learn how to how to communicate with your eyes. So I can mm-hmm. I can give Faye a, a certain look with my eyes, you know what I'm saying? And she like, okay, uh, is something wrong? Let me step in, you know what I'm saying, and break it up. Or I can mm-hmm. she she can look at me and and I I kind of glance over and she like, okay, you being a little too cute, you know what I'm saying? You need to go ahead and wrap it up. You've had over here too long. She got a book, <laughs> let her go on and get on down the road. You know what I'm saying? I, I pick up on that, so I say, okay, you know, well, this is what this is, blah, 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 blah. Thank you so much. This is the deal, you know. So, it's, uh, you know, it, because everything everything revolves around time management. You know, you right. we only have a certain amount of time. And, and I've lost sales because of lengthy conversations. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's funny. You, you this know is what? Tony. It's funny you should say that. I'm sorry, Lisa. That he should say that sometimes things don't necessarily have to be said because Leisha and I we do that sometimes too. We could just look at each other and kind of know what. And that's important. Yeah, important. Yeah, we have our own little thing sometimes, even <laughs> on the air sometimes. <laughs> that's that team. I think Leisha and I have a very strong team. Yes, I do. <laughs> and you know when, and I'm glad I want to go back because when Blacktop talked about uh, lazy conversation, I've been to book events where when you walk up to the table, they still sitting down, or they enjoying their lunch. Uh-huh. They don't, they uh-huh. don't get up, they don't greet you, they don't talk to you, they don't interact. And you know me, I'm a bookaholic, but I ain't go buy no book from you. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. me, me either, because I, I'm a reader. Right. I'm a reader first. And I always right. try to break away <laughs> to find, you know, I'll be running, snatching them up, you know, and I, I try mm-hmm. to get as many books as I can. Top, don't, I, I haven't forgotten that you got my books from Atlanta either. And you have, no, you know. No, no speaking no speak to English. <laughs> but, you know, no I've, I've walked past where, you know, it's been like a string of authors. They're on their phone, you know, on a laptop, mm-hmm. never looking up, making, and there's one little guy. Stand, is, is standing up, how are you, you know, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. And I don't even know what the book was about, but I bought it. Didn't just buy that mm-hmm. one. I was like, this is a series. Let me buy the series. And then after, mm-hmm. you know, they saw that interaction, then they wanted to get up, but I was headed the other way. Exactly. <laughs> Missed that And I buy from everyone matter. If you say hi, <laughs> To me, that's how I with all these books that have to be. If you say hi, you know, agree no, me in any way. Don't you know, finish what you were going to say. You heard, her, you heard her start saying something, and then she, let me finish her sentence for you to show you how deep the team is, really. What she was going to say was, that's why I have books that are still at Black Top House that haven't been shipped to me. Because <laughs> I told her, I'm, I'm not going to rent no damn U-Haul truck bringing you your books. Like, she got so many books at my house. 
That is unreal. And every time I come from an event, my wife asked me, well, damn, did you sell books or did you buy books? And I said, it's fake books, man. <laughs> I just try to support everybody. <laughs> and see, I read, and, and the only reason why I don't rush to get them is because I buy paperbacks to get them signed, but I read on Kindle. So mm-hmm. for every book, that Do you know, I you? review every book. Really, I, I, I buy it twice. Yes, Do it's you? easy because I need to. <laughs> really? <you> know, <laughs> shut up. Stop it. No, she, she now y'all get ready to that side where I'm gonna have to start smacking she, them around a bit. She, she buys. Listen, listen. For all the authors that are listening, she buys the paperback. She buys the Kindle, and then because she's a busybody and can't sit down. She listens to the book. This big ain't sitting there reading too. no book. She listens. That's reading. It's it's all reading. I do it. I get busy. Exactly. It's I the only way I can get through. And that right. and I never used to be able to read, listen to an audiobook. Tell him. I never used to be able to listen to an audiobook because the narrator's voice was always distracting. Um, yeah. I just started getting in to listen to an audiobook, but if they pin is right, and you got the Alexa app. Alexa will read that Kindle to you, and it'll be just and like audio book, and do. you can still experience the author's pen. Because really, as readers, we're running everything y'all write in our brain like a movie. We got mm-hmm. our own mm-hmm. perception of what the character looked like, what the what his mm-hmm. female looked like, what the car looked like, what the house. We got our own perception of what everything look looks like mm-hmm. based on what y'all give us. And so you, you know, I have I to like listen that. to a lot of stuff. Huh? Mm-hmm. I, I write. I write like that. You write, write like that. I that's write, how we read. That's how we yeah. read it. <laughs> we yeah, read I, like I that. I write from the perspective of um. I write from the perspective of uh. If 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 I can't see it when I'm writing it, like I won't. I won't write it. I'll scrap the whole chapter until I mm-hmm. until I can paint that picture where you can see it in your head. Like when I'm writing, uh, it's often that I close my eyes and I try to visualize what it is that I'm I'm trying to say, and it helps me say mm-hmm. it better. Absolutely, and I love that. I love that because mm-hmm. I hate when I hate when an author tell me what it is. Let me experience it. Like when you say she seductively walked through the room. Well, what was what what's seductive about her walk? What what was it? What what right. What does that look like? I mean, what what are you telling me? You know, I want them right. to be able and, to and show me. You know what? Her and, hips and from I side think, to side. You know, she got to glide. What is it? Shameless, mm-hmm. shameless, shameless plug, right? I think I was already on my uh, probably the seventh novel. Might have been the seventh, seventh or eighth. You know what I'm saying? And I said, you know what? I said, I, I have a homeboy, um, and he's an author. You know what I'm saying? His name is Brian W. Smith. Y'all might know Brian. And, and Brian, Brian offers a writing course. You know what I'm saying? And one of the one of the first things that that Brian tells you, and and he's not just some some uh, 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 looky-loo that dropped out of the sky that's offering a class. He's actually a writing professor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Accredited. So, um, but one of the one of the first things that he says is, "Listen, you, you show, don't tell." You know what I'm saying? Like I can tell mm-hmm. you that she walks seductively, but I need to I need to put you in I need to put you in the room with her, and and help you feel what what my groin is feeling when I see her her hips swing like that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Show yeah, no tell. Never, never, too, never too old to learn. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I definitely. So, so if you're an author, if you're an author, and and you feel like you wanna 
you know, polish up on your skills. It's for the it's for the, the amateurs and the professionals. Um, look him up, man. Brian W. Smith and he offers courses, but they're random. It's like, you know, he might offer one a day and then he might not offer another one for nine months, you know, a year or whatever. You know, so uh, if you're awesome uh-huh. you wanna polish up on your thing, holler at Brian, man. And what's his name? Tell him. Say his name again. Brian W. Smith. Okay, I wrote it down to. <laughs> Y'all hear that, Brian W. Smith? And I even listened in. He let me. Um, Brian let me listen in to one of his courses, and I'm like, I, I'm not even an author. I had a pad and pencil out. I mean, it was just very, very informative. And his mm-hmm. the the group that he had, you know, um, some of the authors, I was really impressed. And, you know, and I follow some of them now because I'm like, they really do want to, you know, enhance their skill set and their knowledge mm-hmm. because they took mm-hmm. the time to take that course. And they had several right. questions, and he was given so much, you know, beneficial information. He took you from point A all the way to Z in that short period of time. Mm-hmm. Wow. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, me and T, we take a lot of classes, and we're normally we're normally mm-hmm. in Victoria's classes. And so that okay. experience that Top talks about, we already know we've been banned. Um, we've been banned <laughs> from her classes because you know we we've, we've taken too many, and she won't allow us to take any more. <laughs> yeah. She says she can't teach us anything more. But you can always learn something. Absolutely. As an author, you learn every day. You learn every day because the process is so different. Um, Being able to to experience um, writing and and reading, those are two different, totally two different things, even though they're the same. You know what I'm saying? But to experience the process as a reader, um, it gives us, I think, a lot of appreciation for what y'all do. And what y'all bring us, you know, because I was one of them impatient readers. You know, I'm like, well, I got to wait a year for the next book. I mean, how long do it take? It's electronic. I mean, it don't take that long. <laughs> but to understand uh, it, the process but, now. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, it's a, it, and it's a real process, you know. And I, it's funny because when I first approached Faye about being my publicist, you know what I'm saying, like she was like, I don't know nothing about being a publicist, you know what I'm saying, blah, 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 blah. And I told her, I was like, listen, I'm going to teach you everything that I know, and then we'll learn the rest together, you know what I'm saying? But I can't do everything on my own, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, uh-huh. I just, I'm only one person. And, and I was dropping books like, man, I was dropping like hotcakes. You know, I think, oh, yeah. I think one year, I dropped three books in one year, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, my, my writing is like, once once we, we decided to form this team, it was like, okay, now I, I have time. You know what I'm saying? Like I can really sit down and, and pen and I can craft and I don't have to worry about, um, you know, I don't have to worry about a marketing schedule. You know what I'm saying? Like because I know that's how mm-hmm. it's taken. You know, I don't have to worry about going to find the events. I don't have to worry about, you know, finding this and finding that because if it was left up to me, you know, I I do the same events every year, you know. But, Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I have a I have the the, the type of uh, uh, partner, you know, what I'm saying that says, okay, well, listen, you know, we've we've done this one like three years in a row. Everything is everything, mm-hmm. you know. Unless you're dropping a new book, like we need to find a new audience, and I think that's one of the things that that helps us because we're we're able to spread out, you know. And it, it helps that you're 
I mean, not that I don't want to sound like I'm bragging, but it helps that both of us have good jobs. You know, if, mm-hmm. if money is, there's a lot of things that you just can't do. It's impossible. Mm-hmm. And I traveled a lot for my job. So in the beginning, when I would go out, you'd see me with, you know, I had a little hand sanitizer with the black top logo and stuff on it. I had books. I had, <laughs> I took one time, I'm like, I had a oh, separate man, we briefcase. Had a whole, we had a whole, we had a whole, mar- we had a whole marketing strategy built around these hand sanitizers. And it actually, it actually garnered like, it, it made a lot of bread, you know what I'm saying? And it was it was funny mm-hmm. because it was it, it was during the time when Tainted was getting ready to drop. And every time somebody would buy Tainted, every time somebody would buy Tainted, like we would hand them a hand sanitizer, and and they were they were like, well, what is this for? And we'd be like, listen, the the stuff between these pages are so nasty and tainted. Ooh. You're gonna hand sanitizer. <laughs> and, and, and they were they were, it was flying out the shelf. It was funny. Yeah, it was. It was. It was <laughs> And, and then I, I had the folder. It. I remember I was getting ready to go, and I had all of that stuff laid out, and then I had this um, trifold folder that I had. And it was a picture. It was a different picture of him in there with a biography. And there, somebody mm-hmm. asked, I said, well, why do you have, you know, you just put different pictures on this? I said, no, each biography is different. And I mm-hmm. said, and the reason being, I said, it's because I'm targeting different audiences. So there is a mm-hmm. certain audience that's going to want to hear, you know, if I'm dealing with the folks in this, in the suits and this, that, and the other, then I'm not going to really mention anything, um, anything hood or anything mm-hmm. about the hood life. That bio is totally different. It basically has mm-hmm. just the achievements. But if I'm going to an area where it's like, we love hood books, you know, we love street lit, mm-hmm. blah, 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 mm-hmm. then there, there are some things that I'm going to mention in that bio that would not be in the ones that I go and, and take to the, you know, folks at Blacks in Government. And they're like, oh, I said, oh, yeah. I said, I crafted each one. And I said, for that purpose, because you have to know your audience. And mm-hmm. there, there are certain things, you know, we have this conversation all the time. You know, it's like it's not denying who you are, but there mm-hmm. certain people aren't privy to certain things. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. De- depending on the arena that you're going in. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it, I think it, I think it takes a, a certain amount of humility too, because with me, with me, you know, when 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 I think of it, and these are things that that she that she really brings to the table as far as as far as uh, uh, making me realize separation. You know what I'm saying? You know, with my mm-hmm. mind, I'm like, shit, take me as I am. I am who I am. Yeah, I did time in prison. It, it you know, it taught me to be da 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 da. And she was like, well, listen. Things like that are, are only on a need-to-know basis. You know what I'm saying? If, if they don't mm-hmm. need to know, then you keep that to yourself. If it's an audience mm-hmm. that you're dealing with and they need to know these things, then, of course, you bring them up. You know, you don't you don't hide the fact of who you are. You right. just tell the people that need to know. You right. know, so mm-hmm. it, it on the author's part, like, we, we, have to, we have to be humble and understand that we can't do everything on our own. Our job is to write, you know what I'm saying, and to craft fantastic books and, of course, you need to you need to put a certain amount of uh oomph behind your own name and behind your own movement. But those backdoor dealings and those back office dealings, like I'm privy to them, but I don't go to them. You see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I have other things pop. Mm-hmm. I love that strategy, though, Faye. That that's I, I want to say genius because I would never think even think of something like that. But when you say it and explain it. 
you know, it makes sense. You can see why the you would want to differentiate between the the audiences, like you said, exactly. you know your audience. Mm-hmm. Because some people, you know, and I'm sure you've run into some, even some readers. They're like, I don't read urban lit. You know, mm-hmm. I don't. It's like there's a negative. You know, if it's by a right. black author, it's a negative. And I'm like, right. all urban lit is not. You know, I said even Harris was an urban lit writer. You read his stuff, mm-hmm. and I said it wasn't mm-hmm. about drugs or anything like that. I said we do this stereotype, and we we cast, we we shut down, you know, and you don't even hear mm-hmm. what the person has to say, and they've got something mm-hmm. really good that they're trying to share with you. And I said, mm-hmm. so with that, I'm not going to give anybody an opportunity to shut him down before you hear what he has to say. Mm-hmm. Get to know what's between the pages of that, you know, that spine, you know, get to know the author behind the pen. Right. But, exactly. But you, but you know what, though? It, I, I've, seen, I've seen authors that may, that may have an amazing pen. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if you have if if you have the personality of a piece of cheese, then you're probably not gonna sell a whole lot of books. You, you see what I'm saying? You know, it, mm-hmm. it's one thing it's one thing to smile at people because you want them to buy your work. But if if you're able to open your mouth, you know what I'm saying, and, and really really uh get people to understand like your mission and, and where you come from and, and what you're trying to do and what you stand for. Then you, you mm-hmm. make a lot more money and you grab a lot more readers. Case in point, um, Bar Bar Weekend, right? Bar Weekend. Shout out to Miss Sharon Lucas, but you know Bar Weekend was phenomenal for us, and and one of the reasons why it was phenomenal for us because they allowed me to speak. And and when you when you listen, if you talk to me, I'm gonna get in your pocket. I'm just saying, it's just, if if you give me five minutes of your time. I, I guarantee you, I'll make you one of my readers. And he is not exaggerating. Yeah, the lines, and the, and the, I was worried the, yeah. about the second day. Because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> we like, basically said, sold everything you, out I the first you day. Bring no books. I was like, man, well, listen, I'm, you know, that's this is a whole lot of books, though. You know what I'm saying? So for me to bring more books would have been, like, a lot more books. That's, that's Ladies, a, don't listen to him. Books, I live here, okay? I live in Maryland. I'm like I'm barely 15 minutes away from where the bar was being held. So those books could have been shipped to me ahead of time. But Mr. Hart had it, even though he had a lot. We, we talking I about, had we a talking feeling that he was going to. And the thing is, he doesn't li- when I know when you can gauge the people. And the thing mm-hmm. is, this was a paid event. So those people came there to buy books. They didn't come there. They didn't pay to come there to leave and just go empty-handed. Y'all got to right. come to that one year. Tony, I mean, Lisha and Tony, when y'all come, let me know because I got room. I got room for everybody. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, so you ain't had to worry about no hotels. But, and you'll see what yeah, I'm talking about. When I try to tell it. him, <laughs> when I be trying to tell him, I'm like, okay, even if it's, you know, if, if you bring in more, I'm like, let, let's not restrict ourselves, but I'm here. So we'll just, mm-hmm. if we don't sell it, we'll just bring it to my house, and I'll ship it back to you or I'll hold it for the next event. Nah, mm-hmm. so, I don't so, know so, what I'm so, talking Lisa, about. Lisa, <laughs> so what I was saying was you only add a half a potato when you put in a spoonful of pepper, but don't use kosher <laughs> salt. Use Himalayan pink, pink sea salt <laughs> for your souffle. Yeah, okay, see now now I'm getting ready to get you. 
<laughs> we went to um the when we were the SO one of the SOLs and I'm telling him, okay, it's in a good mm-hmm. uh, that foot traffic is out of this world. Mm-hmm. Bring and the thing is we had the books here because I used to keep a large inventory here and I had it packed in a suitcase. I said, Let's grab that suitcase. Nah, nah, we don't need it. Already packed up. All we had to do was throw it in the car. Oh, you so flawed. <laughs> Let me tell you, you so this. Flawed. No, Mr. Blacktop, no no no, 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 Tom, this is my story. <laughs> Mr. Blacktop has sold out of his books mm-hmm. well before 12. I'm on the phone trying to call my husband, trying to call my niece, trying to find somebody to bring that suitcase because I'm like, mm-hmm. we're done. It was more like something like 1115. He yeah, was we, done. He, we, had, we like, he had like four had, or six books yeah. left. Uh-huh. No, nah, so so this is what happened. You know, when you get a little okay. older, your hearing is the first thing to go. You know, so she so she she was upstairs. You know, she, she she was upstairs, and I said I said, hey, you think I should take the rest of these books? And she never did respond. So she took so long. You know, what I'm saying trying on her. You know what? Clothes. <laughs> Trying to figure out what stockings to wear, you know. I hope so y'all don't spoil we the phone so no no electricity, we, no currents come flying through. So we were rushing. So by the time by the time we got to Silver Spring, she gonna look at me talking uh-huh. about, did you grab that suitcase? I say, Faye, I asked you, did you think I needed to grab that suitcase? And y'all know he's lying to y'all, that. right? Y'all know he's lying. <laughs> he stood up, but lying. the thing is, he he has money. He's one of those people that don't want to say "I told you so" or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't say nothing. I was just because, like I said, I was trying to put them calls and trying to, to get that, that because little, the people were grimy, coming. That little grimy <laughs> look you gave me was saying everything. You didn't have to say nothing. She, you know, you know a person. You know a person is perturbed. <laughs> You know a person is perturbed with you when they when they on the phone talking to somebody, but they all they just looking at you the whole time they on the phone. So she talking, she talking to my brother law talking about come out, Leroy. Where are you? But she looking at me the whole time. So he must have said he must have said I'm at the house. Why? She was like, I need you to get that suitcase and bring it up to Silver Springs because somebody uh-huh. left the suitcase with the rest of the books in it, and he's almost out of books, and we've only been here less than an hour and a half. So I'm like, you know I can hear you, right? Like, I'm I'm right here looking at you, man. Why are you talking about me like I'm not here, you know? Nah, he, he paced around because he, he realized he wasn't going to say you were right. And then finally he was like, man, I hate missing money because the people were coming. <laughs> they were coming uh-huh. to still coming to the table. And I was like, uh-huh. always keep in mind, when we're here, wherever if there's a venue and it's around where I live, there's no, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have to worry about shipping nothing back. I'll just take it back home with me. And I'll right, get, right. A, get it to you if you need it. And he, you know, just hard-headed. Just me, he, he, was, he, did, he was hard-headed like I think three times, three times maybe. <laughs> I think he I did okay at Essence, but he now. still kind of didn't listen. <laughs> I got a question for you, um, and then we're going to okay. do something a little fun. So, 
for you, um, Top, as a, a author, you got a solid team around you. Um, what jewels would you drop on people that, outside of the jewels that you have dropped, what jewels would you drop on authors that are new, that that want to be authors, but they don't know how to um how to get in the game, or even they're new authors and they don't know how to move around um, to be able mm-hmm. to get those readers to interact. What are some of the things that you can throw on them to help them to be able to understand about moving um, in this industry? Because um, you move so well. Thank you, thank you. Um, one of the one of the things that that I would say, and it, it's a it's a actually a plethora of things, but. Um, the first thing that I would say is, is be yourself, right, and um, write good books. That's that's first and foremost. You know, be yourself, write good books. Um, don't don't try to get clicked up. You know, so many times or so often. You know, what I'm saying like people feel like they need to be aligned with someone to move in in whatever circle that they're trying to move in. Um, a lot of times, you know, people will gravitate towards you quicker if they know that you're doing your own thing. Um, one of the things mm-hmm. that, that helps me move is that, you know, and it's, it's not to sound crass, okay, but one of the things that helps me move is I, I can give two shits about what you got going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I like your mm-hmm. vibe, you know, I want to be around you, but by no means do I need to be around you. You see what I'm saying? Because I, I have my own thing going on. When you're when you're confident in your own thing, when you're confident in your own lane, when you're confident in your own space, you know what I'm saying. Then the world opens up mm-hmm. to you, and you can accordingly. But if you if you you know concentrating on well, I need to try to be cool with such and such, you know, so I can make this happen. Or you know, I I I know this person, and and um, you know, I, I know the world gonna open up for me now. If if you concentrate on those type of things, you know what I'm saying. You'll probably be in the industry maybe a year. Maybe get your first book out, your second book maybe. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. people start looking at you like you're thirsty. You see what I'm saying? So you, you have to you have to move in your own lane and to your own speed. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't look at someone else's success and say, well, that's where I'm supposed to be. You know, everything happens the way that it's supposed to happen. So I just say trust your process. Don't worry about, you know, what somebody else has going on. And, and a lot of times, like, uh, I might come across as nonchalant with a lot of the things that's going on. And to a mm-hmm. certain to a certain degree, it's true because I, it doesn't concern me. So I don't I don't burden myself with it. You know what I'm saying, if, if that makes sense. So I, I, I really think that, you know, new authors need to focus on just, just crafting good material and working their plan. You know, plan your work and work your plan. Hmm. Work your plan. Plan your work and work your plan. Okay, then. I love it. Well, you know, here on Let's Chat, we love to do something fun. Everybody always be like, oh, man. See, see, do it. We don't understand where that come from. We don't know. Well, you know where that come from? We don't know where that come from. And uh, last time, uh, Black Top was on here. He gave us a true snack. And, um... Uh-huh. 
Yes, a snack, honey. <laughs> a whole. We gotta snack. just leave it there. It was good. Y'all gotta go. It was check good. Those archives yeah. out. I don't think <laughs> like I don't think anybody has topped you since that. You know. No, you open up the bag. Them snacks was like you slowly <laughs> open it up. Like, ooh, this about to be so good. So that's what I'm doing right now. Hey, it, it, I know this it, it, it must have got. It must have got. It must have got real good. Cause remember that crazy dude called in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he old one tonight, boy. Yes. I forgot about him, Lee. <laughs> I know, right? So, Top, you know you know the routine. You know what it is. Uh, T going to oh. give you some props. What? What is that? T going to give you some props. And you're going to mm-hmm. do a live excerpt. For those that need, they they maybe they haven't experienced black top. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Maybe they don't know what top has to offer. So we want you to just, be, you know, go ahead on and, mm-hmm. and just give it to them. We're going to give you some All right. And um, we're going to make you do what it do. I mean, you can take it however you want to take it, whatever direction you want to spin it. We'll wait. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> we ready. Well, first and foremost, Saying black, we so appreciate you, not just for you, but everything that you guys do for the industry. We so appreciate you for that. And spending some time with Alicia and I tonight, as well as our listening audience. Now, black, you, you threw it out the park last time. You know I've been trying to think of some stuff since I known you were coming on. <laughs> oh Lord. Yes, I got the, I got my list of props. I got a B next to it for black, so I am ready now. Now, see, black. Last time I gave you three props, but tonight, because I know you can do it, I'm giving you four, and Uh-oh. you we want you to do what it do because we know you can handle it. So your prop tonight. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's a little mix mm-hmm. of everything. Mm-hmm. First, first we're going to start out nice and soft with a rose. And okay. then we're going to get a little naughty with a paddle. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get even naughtier with a red thong. And we're going to round it out with a drill. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we ready. Wow. <laughs> a real rose. You like that, day? Day, you like close. those props? <laughs> uh-huh. But I like them all. We ready. We ready. Let them do the show. Uh, let me see. A, a red rose, a paddle, a red thong, and a drill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make it work mm-hmm. together. Wow. Let's get it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to walk a little bit because you know <laughs> my wife sitting there looking at me like a, a red rose <laughs> on a drill. She like, well, everything sounded good until the drill part. Exactly, uh, that's why I saved it for last. Uh, I just threw a little mix up in there. <laughs> let me see a red a red rose, a paddle, a red rose, a paddle. A red thong and a drill. Mm-hmm. All right, okay. I feel like I feel like a rapper that's trying to freestyle. Hold on. <laughs> let me, let me, let Take me your time. We'll wait. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know it's worth it. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Mm-hmm. Y'all know, like, when y'all get something good, maybe y'all favorite mood, um, food, your favorite snack, and you can do the dance, when it comes, that's me right now because I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm dancing over here because I know it's about to be good. Twisting in my seat too. Okay, so I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily have to. I don't necessarily have to use them in that order, right? I can use them in any order nope, I want. To, any, but. any order mm-hmm. you want. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I'm coming. Don't be rushing me. I hear the rushing in your breathing. <laughs> <laughs> You know our motto, if it's nasty, let it be nasty. If not, send they ass to Starbucks for some coffee. Now, that's a long saying. You sure you say that? We do. If it's mm-hmm. nasty, let it that's be nasty. Right. If it's going to be nasty, let it be nasty. If not, send they ass to Starbucks for some coffee. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, <laughs> so, listen. Um. Oh, here it is. I had to find it. It was in my brain somewhere. I found it. I'm a Gemini, so you know my mind's like. <laughs> so, check this out. I want to tell you a story. So, I, I met this chick, right? And um, her name was Renee. And I had been talking to Renee for maybe three weeks. You know what I'm saying? It was nothing major at first. Until we just started to decided to start um, sharing things with one another, conversation was thick. I mean, that kind of conversation that sent you to bed, laying on your stomach at night, and I listened as long as I could. But the problem was that Renee stayed in Vancouver, <sighs> plane tickets, security, TSA. I wasn't ready to deal with it, but. And she kept telling me things that turned me on, like things like her being this gentle rose and, you know, was I the type of man that was able to take her thorns and turn them into something that you didn't mind touching? Me? Man, listen, I'm talking about, she talked about things like, well, let me just fast forward for a minute. So I grabbed the quickest place Kind of expensive, but shit, I pay for it. I pay for it. You know what I'm talking about? So I didn't have a problem with it. I got to Renee's crib, Uber. It cost me $76 to Uber to a crib. And I was kind of upset when I got there, but I knew what was in store for me. So. Dad, that's a no expensive pussy. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 anyway, so... She opened the door, right? And she had on this red silk type nightgown. And I was like, God damn, I could see the curves through the nightgown. And her skin was pressed against this material. 
and her nipples were so hard. I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's about to go down. But I didn't want to say anything to patient. You know, it's one thing to be hungry, but you can never display thirst. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, I'm going to play it cool. Because I know the more excited I am, the more likely it is that when I get in it, I'm going to extremely fast. So I had to slow my pace. Man, she disappeared for a minute and came back. And when she came back, all she had on was a red thong. And she was holding a paddle. And on this paddle were etched the words, Mr. Akrat. I was like, okay, here we go again. Last chick that I met on fucking Tinder, like, used the buzzer to buzz my nuts. So now I'm, like, <laughs> kind of perturbed. And I'm, you know, I'm like, man, here we go. Freaky shit and blah, 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 blah. But much to my surprise, like, baby came back with the paddle. She handed it to me. She bent over the table. And she said, spank me and don't be gentle. I'm like, yeah, it's some freaky shit. And I really wasn't into the, like, BDSM type thing. But, listen, whatever floats your boat, you So I obliged. I banged on that ass a little bit with the paddle. She moaned. I banged a little bit harder. And she moaned louder. I banged a little bit harder, and she just started to shake. kind of made me nervous until I saw the moisture running down in the leg. So I was like, oh, she afraid. It's going down. So we did our thing. I won't go into detail because, you know, I'm a gentleman like that. But let me just say this. What really fucked my head up is when she disappeared into her bedroom, right, came back with a drill, black and decked. And on the tip of this drill was a vibrator. And she turned the drill on, and I said, man, listen, if she still got enough energy after this black and dicker for that black and decker, I ain't finna be fucked up with shorty because I don't think I got that much stamina. Oh, oh my God. I love that play on words. Black and Decker, Black and Decker. Oh. See, we knew you could do. You just had to. We, we had to get your thoughts together, Black. And you always yeah, once yeah, again yeah. came out on and top. I'm I a tell mama. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, Lee, Lee, did you did you hear the reference of his last? Prop with the way he said yeah, last time. <laughs> we be paying attention, Black. We be paying attention. We loved it. Yeah, yeah. Got me sweating and shit. <laughs> we, we knew you could do it. Hey, just, just, just. I mean, just, just so they know, though. You know, yeah, you say it was expensive, but hey, at least the person in the story got to stay the whole weekend. I think. You know. I'm just saying, that's a Mr. Vincent Tiffy, $76. <laughs> hey, and a plane ticket. Don't forget the plane right. ticket. Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> We'd love to thank you so much for, you know, you when you when you come on here, we got to give you something that you don't experience with anyone else. So that's that I know, experience. I know, I know. That way, I love it. That way like you me. always remember who we are. Like, oh, yeah. It's crazy because it, it actually keeps you on your toes. You know, it makes you makes you stimulate mm-hmm. your imagination. So, yeah. 
and that's why we do it. That's what the ladies of Let's Chat do. <laughs> Stop provoking. See, that's what we love. We love to have authors like you. If you want to use that in the book, that's okay. We don't even need no coin for it. You can use that there. That's y'all all right. may wind up in that book. Y'all may wind up in the book. You can we love yeah, that you know, too, yeah, girl. You, you never, we wish we had thirty one flavors. Just so y'all know, I am writing some erotica right now. Oh, all Man, right, that's that's I love that. Yeah, throw my okay, throw my hat now. in another arena. This my thing with erotica. Nah, them big old words. You know when people think you know. And, and don't get me wrong. I'm just saying this. Don't send me no inboxes. Some male authors that write erotica, they swear they want to <laughs> use these big words like they make a love to your brain. That's not what you're doing, sweet cheeks. I'm running <laughs> well, over. You know, it's like Google. What is right, the definition exactly. of? <laughs> that's it now. Look, it's like exactly. that's like traffic. That's like traffic during. But you know, but, like but you know, remember, Remember when I told you I said I I do a lot of research. Uh huh. So I I okay. listen. I trust me when I tell you I've, I've researched erotica. You know, right. and 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 I, I'm not the I'm not the authority on it, but I will say that I I'll probably bring you a fresh a fresh take on it. You know. Oh, we well, gonna hold you to that, Mister Black. Cause, Black and cause by the time you get by the time <laughs> by the time you get finished reading this book. I want your little sheets to be messed up. So, oh lord, that's what I'm talking about. So manly, yeah. And I want to have to have a cup of ice water next to my bed, right? Yeah, I want. I I want you to. I want you to. I want you to finish reading. I want you to finish reading this book. Try to go to work the next day and see if you can walk instead of running. Because you know when your legs more in between there, you know you create a little friction. You know your feet work faster than your brain. So I'm just saying, you know. I'm a, okay, uh, no. I'm, I'm really well, trying to, I'm trying, I'm trying to keep you more with the book. We all for it. Sitting yeah, all day yeah, with I'm the legs crossed. <laughs> I'm putting yeah, my fingers in up. my ears. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm glad you cleaned that up. I'm glad you said that fast. That doesn't sound right. You know, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. <laughs> so I appreciate y'all coming to kick it with us here on the chat room. You know, Blacktop, you are welcome back anytime. We want you to shout out all of your social media, any book signings, events you have coming up. Yeah, um, hey, you can always find me at, at Novelist Blacktop. That's at N-O-V-E-L-I-S-T-B-L-A-C-C-T-O-P-T. That's my my uh, social media handle on Facebook. You can find me under Dean Swift, and my my black uh, my uh, website is www.novelistblacktop.com. dot com. And right now we're running a special, so uh, any three paperbacks you want to grab on the website is only twenty five dollars, three for twenty five dollars, and I'm I'm eating shit. So you might want to jump on there. Uh-huh. It's a it's a mix and match affair. You know, it's not like you got to buy. Uh, you might you might have read Tainted and didn't read Tainted too and Tainted no more. You might have read mm-hmm. Gage and didn't read the Hustle Chronicles. So you know you can always grab three books for twenty five dollars or you know pay regular price one by one. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have any events coming up? 
Nope, I'm off for the rest of the year. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> right now, it looks it looks that way. I'm I'm trying to schedule, you know, um, get some things in place and um, mm-hmm. get some stuff scheduled now. Go. That's right. So that's that's just like, right. But that's, that's her job. That's position you. So don't get I, I too know, comfortable. I know. I, I know. Okay. So you talking about don't get too comfortable. So you, you get off on Friday evening and then your boss call you Sunday morning talking about, Leisha, I sure need you to come in and do something <laughs> such A, B, and C. You are not going to be talking about, well, I just don't want to get I work too comfortable. From home. So. I, I work from home, and I'm my own boss, but it's been many a times that it's been things that I want to do. I will I will go to work. I will get off of work. I will get on the air. I will get off the air. I will go to work, and if it's somewhere I'm going on the weekend, a book event or something, and I'll be in the air the next morning. <laughs> So I do. Well, I'm talking. I'm, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking smack. But if she, if she calls and say, you know, you got to be wherever, I'm gonna be there. But you know, she <laughs> told me. Blues, but he gonna be like there. Tone in your voice. You supposed to be excited. Like whatever she cooking <laughs> I, up, you like supposed to be with it. Majority of the time, majority of the time, I, I am with it. You know what I'm saying? I am. But mm-hmm. I, I be, I be totally honest with you. Like 2017 kicked my tail, man. Like yeah, we, that we was had, rough. Literally, we had, we had almost two events a month. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, and it was 16 it, it events was a blessing. that year. Yeah, it was wow. a blessing, but it was, it was, uh, it was, it was hard. It was hard. But you know, yeah, yeah, it was work. So I'm, I'm willing to work, but I don't want to right now. I'm shit. I'm in. I'm in right mode. I'm in I, because because I'm in right mode. I'm not being lazy. I'm just in right mode. So everything everything is a paragraph to me right now. Like riding down the street mm-hmm. is a paragraph. You know what I'm saying? Um, looking at television mm-hmm. is a paragraph. You know, looking at my puppy is a paragraph. Like everything everything right now. I'm in I'm in right mode. It's right or flight. You know what I'm saying? Mhm. Mhm. So I kind of I, I well, shut down and I'm in my right process. Mhm. Well, you know, so you likely to say y'all better be glad. Uh-huh. So y'all better be glad. I say y'all better be glad. I love y'all because if I ain't love y'all, I wouldn't even be doing this interview because I'm in right mode. You know what? Oh, we love you more, Black. Yes. I've been hearing that all week long. Getting little, I'm like, what does that little emoji mean? I'm writing. <laughs> Yeah, cause I sent a piece of paper, a piece of paper, you know, the little emoji with a piece of paper and a pencil. And she got iPhone and I got Android, so she was like, I can't see that. What does that mean? So I just write writing with, with like three exclamation points so she knows. So she write back, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, dude, get off my phone. <laughs> oh, I got a question before you go. Audiobook books. Hmm. When are you going to be on audiobook? Um, as soon as I can book some studio time, I'm, I'm gonna do my own audio book. Are you gonna do your own? Okay. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cause I I tried to I tried to outsource with the Hustle Chronicles and it was uh, yeah. it was awful. Yeah, I couldn't <laughs> even get through it. <laughs> I was like, really? I couldn't even make well, yeah, it. You know, was, it, you know. It was, it was what was happened? Awful. What happened was was Audible. Audible has a um a section. Audible has a section called ACS, right? And um, mm-hmm. through ACX, like that's where all the audio books are made. So the Hustle Chronicles uh, had so much traction, so much traction through Amazon. You know what I'm saying? That Audible contacted me or whatever. You know they were like, mm-hmm. you know, we're gonna pay for we're gonna pay for you to get this done. You just gotta do a royalty split with the with 
like, okay, cool. So I did it, and and I, I went through. You know, they send you they send you like a basically like a catalog to listen to of, of people that you wouldn't mind doing the book. And um, so I contacted three people. Uh, one cat didn't didn't hit me back, and that was fine. And then another young lady, like when she sent me the sample of of reading my book, like she didn't do it the way that she did the book that I listened to. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, where uh-huh. did that come from? So this other dude, and he's an older white dude, you know what I'm saying? Like when he sent me the sample, the sample sounded good. But when you listen to the whole audio book, it's like it, it just wasn't a good fit. You know what I'm saying? So uh-huh. I'm um, I'm going to go back and, and I'm going to just really take some time. And, and I don't know where I'm going to start, but uh, I'm going to do my own audio book. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, that should be interesting. Yeah, I like that yeah. twist to it. You, you have you, you ladies haven't been to uh, Essence of Knowledge Bookstore, huh? You said Which Essence one? of Knowledge? Where is that at? Yeah, it's in Cocoa Beach, so, Florida. No, mm-hmm. tell us about it. Yeah, y'all need y'all need to y'all need to get down there, man. She's doing uh she's doing phenomenal things. She's a fantastic lady. And what what made me think about it is, is Miss Tony sounds just like us in the chair that owns the store. You know what? <laughs> yes, she does. I'm sitting here the whole time trying to figure out where I heard this voice. I know, and she you know, you know what, you know what, fun, you know, I know, you know what's funny, say is that's what that's what took me so long to like come out with this story because I'm like, damn, I feel like I'm talking to Auntie Michelle, and she got me trying to talk nasty and stuff, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, this, this story, this story is, is phenomenal, you know what I'm saying? And she's she's picking up traction. She does uh, she does programs and you know things with the youth and. Stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, they not only sell books, but they sell, you know, uh, like African artifacts and, um, you know, they sell um, uh, herbal oils and they have a, a, a really yeah. nice store and they just moved into a, a bigger space. So, you know, we might have to, mm-hmm. y'all come down to Florida, man, we need to mob over there because she really love the support. She's a fantastic lady. Her and my uncle, Nate, oh. Nathaniel and Michelle it. Davis, fantastic. That's the that sounds doable, right, Liz? We may have to look into that. Lise. I'm six hours. And, I'm six and, hours from Florida. <laughs> All right. Yeah, Cocoa, right in Cocoa, Florida. You know, it's right down the street, Daytona. You know, you mm-hmm. get get your little sun, and they got some fantastic restaurants. You know, and oh man, everything is everything is is oh, all popular. You know, T and I. That's our thing. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, see, I'm yeah, in New York, too. so I I I plan accordingly when I visit Leash. So I'm coming mm-hmm. from New York. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she be, she be, she be everywhere. I do sometimes, but not lately, not this year. This year I have to sit down a little bit because I got some some things that I'm trying to do, and um, that require me to sit down a little uh, much often than I, I was before. But for the most part, yeah, we make it a time because you know T don't watch TV, so she watch TV when she come to my house, and my <laughs> double oven is her double oven. You know, my griddle is her griddle because she makes these pancakes. Mm, 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 mm. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 <laughs> I'm a cooker. Oh, oh, you don't, oh, you don't make her eat out when she come down there? Uh-uh. No, no, Lisa, she, she texts me, what you need? Oh, shut up. I, look, that, that, oh, you know, oh, that's oh, an oh, oh, usually oh, held oh, here. Oh, and like I said, y'all can come and stay, and we can eat.
Because Lord, Lord knows every time I go to Maryland, I had to eat fast food. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Didn't you have some you fried know. fish this time? From my brother-in-law, not from you. <laughs> Who cooked it? They, they are one. I organized. <laughs> like we said, they all won. They, they <laughs> are one. <laughs> yeah, well, well, we yeah, definitely got to get together. You know, I would love that. Yeah. Most definitely, most definitely, man. I I, uh, I would love to to, to uh, get with you ladies and you know uh, we mob down to the store, man. She she loved it, and uh, I think you guys would really enjoy her store. Like she got some of those uh some of those hard to find books, the books you're not gonna just walk in the average bookstore well, find. You know what I mean? Maybe you mm-hmm. can set up a signing or something like that, um, yeah. top, and then they can um yeah. come and do their live, you know, their videos yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So it's like you know. It, it's it's mm-hmm. they're there, but they're still conducting business and stuff as well. Right, right. Okay, and it's bringing yeah, a little more like awareness like to, their, to the show because this is an right, excellent right. platform, excellent platform. Yeah, for all yeah. it's an excellent platform, Thank and, you. and I think, yeah, I think you can. Um, I think it will it will really bring some more people to the show, and and mm-hmm. as well as just bringing her new you know orders and stuff like that. No, it's win win for everybody. I just want to. Just want people to know that you know we still we still have black owned bookstores out there. You know what I'm saying? There's yeah. not many in mm-hmm. Florida, but you know she's a she's a hidden gem in in the state of Florida. You know what I'm saying? Well, mm-hmm. let us know when. Let us know That's when. Right. I'm in Georgia, so most definitely. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know you know what, you know when we hey Faye, it, you know when we can probably do that. When we can <laughs> we can probably go back to that. Uh, to the to the fresh fit and then just shoot over there from the fresh fit. Oh yes, 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 yes. So Lisa, that would be that would be a, an event for you guys to cover, and then we can do mm-hmm. the, do the book after because the fresh fest is it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a different um different uh, demographic of breeder. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. That sounds good. So and we'll, that's we'll, what I we'll, you know that's what that's January, right? I think that's January. Uh, yeah, I think it's in J- January. Yeah, now, don't be don't be alarmed because January is still January is still eighty five degrees in the state of Florida. So you know, I be all right. My cousin she get married in a. Uh, I'll be in Miami. Uh, I don't oh, know what's okay. in January, but yeah, anything outside of the day she get married, I'll be there. It's not that far from here. Okay, yeah, just a little drive for you, about seven, eight, eight, seven, seven hours, something like that. I thought it was six. Mm-hmm. If you're driving. I mean, if you're driving. Like I won't lady. be driving. I'll be flying. <laughs> That's my birthday month. <laughs> birthday month? January? Oh, we're going to celebrate January 11th, 1 to 11. That's a good, good spot for a celebration there. All mm-hmm. right, now. <laughs> then on, on faith. Well, y'all put it together. Let us know what's going on. Okay, definitely. I'm gonna um, go ahead and kind of look out and, and see where the um, the time frame, the date of it, see when that okay. is, and um, get once I get him registered and stuff, and then I'll give you all the um, the details, and we mm-hmm. take it from there. Sounds all good. Right. Right. As I let my job know, let my nine to five know. I work at a law firm here in New York, so I just have to give okay. them notice and. Mm-hmm. And we make it happen. <laughs> it sounds uh, like a plan. plan. It sounds good. 
I'm excited. I keep us posted. Absolutely. You know, I love traveling. That's my thing. Yeah, I yeah. I think I think y'all y'all love the great state of Florida. You know, most people most people go to Miami or they go to Lauderdale or you know some people go to Orlando, but mm-hmm. you know unless you you know somebody else, a lot of people don't go to Coco. You know what I'm saying? Coco Beach is is phenomenal, man. It's gorgeous. Mhm. Sounds like it's gonna be some place where it's warm. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, well, you know it's mm-hmm. gonna be. Well, we don't we don't do warm. It's either hot or or, or real hot, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I'm coming back to your house, so I guess poor little Morgan to be slaving again <laughs> over because that's the only person that ever cooked for me. Oh, oh whatever, girl. You know, I cook. I cook. cook spaghetti when they came back. No, oh, no, Morgan cooked that spaghetti. See uh, what I'm saying? Look, she's trying to take credit for everything. She over here talking about, no, I cook that. Exactly. <laughs> We're one, remember? We're one. <laughs> oh, Pauline. You turned those tables black. Black. Y'all said what? That's what y'all used on me a while ago. When I was talking about you were cooking the dish. They're one. They're one. So, okay, if you can get after, yeah, we won. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> oh, you a mess. You a mess. Oh, mess. We so appreciate y'all coming to kick it with us here in the chat room. And, you know, we will have you back again, Top. We always have a good time. Indeed. Thank, thank you for, thank you for you having me. You know. Thank you. you. We appreciate say. it. Like I said, I appreciate the opportunity and the fact that you have a platform for, you know, people, for people mm-hmm. get to hear and see another side of us and get to find mm-hmm. out about, you know, People they may not authors they may not be aware of. Exactly. Something may be in common, and it's like I want to check them out. So you know, I'm grateful. I really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. You know how how people like one click and say, "What was that author on the show?" Or that music, you know, Mm -hmm. they be one clicking as they're listening. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, y'all got music. Y'all got music on the show too. Uh oh. Yeah, we have a slew of music. We have a, yeah, we yeah. have um, independent artists, independent music. Yes, we do. You know, you yeah, know, that's why I'm not You know, Blacktop is a is an artist. Oh mm-hmm. well, Blacktop, you got to send us some music, John. Yeah, yeah we we yeah, we, we uh, promote music as well. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I, I don't have any aspirations of being a musician anymore, but feel vain to the point where I want people to hear my music. You know, mm-hmm. no, no, we I, have I rotation. Just, I, just, I just felt like if, if uh, hell, I hadn't made it, then you know, by the time I was forty, I was gonna step out of the rap game. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it's strange because I, you know, my philosophy has always been like, listen, I get three and a half minutes in a song to tell a story. In books, I got seventy thousand plus words, and I talk a mm-hmm. lot. So, <laughs> yeah. No, nothing wrong. We have a rotation of music that independent artists. Share and we have, you know, we let people know the music is available. So we have a really, really great musical library. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we got, and they're always sending us music. So if you got music, come on, send it through. Yeah, because the Hustle Chronicles came out with a song, with a soundtrack. And on his really? website, he's got the yeah. When you know that first that first run, um, print mm-hmm. run, when he was sending them out. You'd get a, um, he had a CD with, you know, that accompanied it, you know, and it, the, the music actually supported 
the story. It's like mm-hmm. it went together. He, he's pretty good. He, he's really, mm-hmm. you know, he's really pretty good. Mm-hmm. So when you have time, you go to his website, you can listen to some of the, you know, because he's got a little area there, so you can listen to the music for free. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's the website okay. that he gave uh, earlier? Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Okay. And then I get him okay. to, you know, make sure he burns the CD so the next time he sees you, lady, you put one in your mm-hmm. hands. That's right. Oh, yeah, because you know y'all y'all put me on the on the freestyle tip, but I got a I got a couple of songs I think y'all might like on there. One of them called On Call. <laughs> oh Lord. So just uh, yeah, just, <laughs> just use your imagination for that one. All right, On Call. On Call. On Call. Yeah. Oh, on oh, oh, on Call. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a you like a it. doctor or a plumber, you know, yeah. oh, that, like a maintenance on, man. On call. Yeah, yeah, like a maintenance man on call. All right, now. <laughs> uh, uh, we we gonna to be continued. <laughs> yeah, I may be dialing into that one to listen. <laughs> yeah, you get to, we can use that yeah. for something. That's a to mm-hmm. be continued. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Black Tap, we well, appreciate we you, Faye. We appreciate you. We appreciate you, ladies. Because Thank you know you. y'all are welcome. And you're welcome. Anytime, anytime y'all want to just talk, got some, some something to say. You got a book coming out since you said you're writing. We know that we should be expecting something in January, February. Um, so, <laughs> let's see what you got going on over there. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's some real, it's some real, uh, real beef stew cooking up over here, man. So, oh, you know, we, uh, good hearty we, meal. Gonna, yeah, <laughs> nothing exactly. wrong with it. You, Great you got it. You got it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that is—a good hearty meal, man. We got a some, good some real meal. beef for you. Uh, I'm just happy Morgan made me spaghetti. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> hey, now nah, you know what we going when you when you come back though when you come back we all gonna go to this place called the Mafungo King. It's a Puerto Rican restaurant. It's off the chain. Oh, okay. Now, that, where are you? She's in Maryland. Where are you? I'm in Florida. I'm oh, in you're the, in um, Florida. Yeah, yeah. I live in Florida. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I yeah. thought she was up top. Mm-mm, no, no, no. I'm I'm in Florida. I live in uh it's a town called Port St. Lucie. It's it's uh it's actually sandwiched between um West Palm Beach and, and Coca or Daytona. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's uh I'm you I'm said like that real country. You know when when real uh. country come about them southern boys, it's like they speak in another language, you just nod your head and be like, Oh, okay. You ain't heard nothing they said. That's how it is. That's how it is when I go home because I'm originally from Alabama, but I'm an army brat, so okay. I've been around. But as soon as I go home, I get that twang, and can't nobody understand the word I say. <laughs> I've been in Georgia for two. I've been in Georgia for about two years, and I tell you, sometimes folks get to talking, and I'll be like, "Say what now?" Uh huh. Say what? Hey, 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 look out, y'all! Hey, look out! This black tone. I was just trying to tell you something about. Like, I know, hey, hey, look out! Hey, I know you ain't gonna act like that right now, girl. Come in and talk to you for a minute, y'all. 
Hey, you beat it or something? And then look, don't let them get mad. When they when they upset, that's when they seven twing really come out. Cause you don't know nothing they saying. They just going strong. They like, oh okay. Oh he's feeling the weight. Oh he's real he mad man, right? Like, <laughs> but you know something. All you, do is, all you can do is smile and shake your head. Like okay, all right, okay. But, <laughs> okay, but you know something, up. Black. This this is Tony. I'm actually editing a um, screenplay, and the uh, author mm-hmm. is from Alabama. So that southernness comes through his pen. And as I'm editing, I kind of, it takes me back. So I know what he's saying, but I got to make it where everybody knows what he's saying. Okay. Not just the Alabama people. So it also resonates in an author's pen on, on where they're coming from, on how they, the words they use. Like, right. like I don't know why he want to go there. Uh, that word, that bow, you know, those seven things start coming out. So it's funny because <laughs> even, even in, even in like the Hustle Chronicle, when I dropped that, like I had to, I had to go back and change, change um, the word T. Jones to mom or mother. Because in Texas, uh-huh. in Texas, we don't call our mom mama. You know what I'm saying? Like when we talking to our homeboy, we say my T. Jones. So uh-huh. she, my editor was like, what is a T. Jones? I'm like, that's yeah. in Texas for mother. <laughs> and, and she was like, well, you can't do that because you're not just selling books to people in Texas. You're selling books exactly. to people everywhere. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I had to, I had to learn how to not do that. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> You don't want just the people in Alabama to know what you're talking about. Everybody got to yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's I heard, I caught that, though. You caught that? Like, Fainham, <laughs> yeah, Fainham didn't catch that. I caught it. Like, you said, you don't want to know what you're talking about. You want to know what you're talking about. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking. I was like, I think I want to post I think I want to post who says shorty better, uh, somebody from the north or somebody from the south. I think it's different well, it when y'all say it. It, so it, it is, it is because, because, of, it, because of north is shorty. You know what I'm saying? Down here is shouty. That's, that's shouty. <laughs> yeah, it's shouty. Yeah, and but I, then I don't it's like who shouty. say it better? Like a dude from I New mean, York say we, it and you like, we whoa. Said, we, well, we say it better in the South because in the South, it sounds like slang. If you say shorty, it just sounds like you call like you call it fake. Like, hey, come here, shorty. Oh, you know yeah. what? I'm going to need you to stop. stop talking about but him. When, but when he you talks, say shorty. You're going to get punched in the stomach. I'm telling you. I'm trying to hold me. I'm trying to refrain. <laughs> hey, look, it, that when you wake up the next morning, when you wake up the next morning, cuddle up to your cellmate named Bertha. You're going to be like, I cannot believe Black Top called the police on me. <laughs> Not Bertha. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. In the cell block. Right. Yeah, in the Cause, cell block. Oh, yeah, no. Right. A mess. He's going to call Hold the popo on me. Oh, my gosh. I know what you wanted to say. <laughs> Hey, boy, you see it? It sounds like you want to say, call the po-po, ho. Like, Wait, that's what I was just thinking. <laughs> Wait, that's what I was just thinking. I ain't want to say it, though. Call the po-po, ho. Call the po-po, ho. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This has been an awesome night, an awesome night. And we so thank you guys for 
for sharing it with us and just sharing your time because time is precious. And like Black said, he's in writer's mode. So we thank you for sharing it with us. (laughs) Yeah, it was a a nice break, man. I really appreciate you guys having me on. It was fun. It was. It was. Thank you. All right, well, I'll talk to you ladies later. All right. And thanks again. We'll pass you out. Ladies, thank you so much. And if you ever need anything, just let us know. Oh, All right. thank you so much, Bay. You guys have You're a great welcome. evening. You too. All right, you too. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. They're so awesome. They are. They are the epitome of teenish, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> absolutely, me too. Now we are we we are out, y'all. We went all the way over Blog Talk and kicked us out and everything. Having a good old time with Faye and Blacktop. We hope y'all enjoyed our show. I don't even know if they recording what I'm saying right now. I know, right? Right. That's how that's how kicked out we are. Well, we appreciate y'all coming and kicking with us in the chat room. We will see y'all next Thursday. We got Cyrus. And he's going to be in here cutting up with us. Awesome. And um, and author Andrea, she's good. she is a, a author from Vegas. She's going to come in here and cut up with us, too, so I'm excited. Um, we mm-hmm. will see you all on next week. Have a good weekend. Good night. Baby, show me how you sexy whining. 